and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 157. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Selig. James, two years and four months. That is how long I was able to outrun COVID until it finally caught up to me. And, uh, and then COVID <laughs> came and said, gotcha. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, I'm at Disneyland. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing is like there there's so many people there that like the likelihood was high but yeah no it's at this point it's like everyone is gonna get it at some point it's it's here to stay yeah. i'll get it at some point but like i don't know we'll we'll see <laughs> yeah it, it's uh my whole family got it and otherwise la was fine i'm just also just like la was la <laughs> la was la um I got to catch up with some friends, which I was very happy about. And then I got really worried because once I found out after I got home, I got COVID. I was like, oh, God, I hope I didn't give it to them. Oh, God, I hope they didn't give it to me. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I I was more so like, God, I hope I didn't give it to them. I'd be really sad yeah. if that occurred. It's like, I haven't seen you in years. You have COVID, bitch. <laughs> Surprise gift. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Um, also, if you guys hear me cough randomly, uh, that is the uh, small little side effect of COVID. Uh, otherwise, I've been pretty much fine. It's been like I've I've been pretty Thankfully. much okay. Uh, the cough isn't even like oh god. It's like oh I forgot to keep breathing, and it's a reminder of hey remember to like, exhale and inhale and stuff. And I'm like oh right. I guess I haven't been doing that. I haven't really been paying attention. It's it's been weird. I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. But yeah. Um, it feels like it's been a while. I know you guys got an episode last week, but that was pre-recorded uh, the same time as the, it was what, 155 and 156. We did that episode on, um, well, the last episode was on Jurassic World Dominion and Obi-Wan, two disappointing things to me. And then the one before that, what was, what, what did we do before that? I don't remember anymore already. I already forgot. Oh, it's been a while because it's been a few weeks at this point. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, let me, let me, oh, it was Top Gun. It was the Top Gun episode. That's what it was. Yeah, so we talked about Top Gun and JoJo and oh yeah, Gamera. yeah, had, uh, so Miles all that. On. Yeah, Miles is on for that one. Uh, this week though, we're staying current and we are getting the latest stuff to you. That's not Thor because I can't go to a movie theater. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not allowed in right now, guys. I have to stay in my room. Uh, Stranger Things four or season four, whichever. I don't really know what they call it these days. And The Boys Season 3 both just finished, and we're talking about both. I have some pretty good notes on both, I'd say. And, yeah, we're going like, to knock those out. Cue that uh, Gordon Ramsay meme, like, finally some decent fucking food. <laughs> yeah, really. On- honestly, after Obi-Wan and Jurassic, I'm very, this is a very welcome, and God, so yeah. it was It was a nice breath of And I was even a little bit more positive on Obi-Wan than you, but, yeah, like, these both, I was, like, hooked. Other people I was talking to hated it. Like, I, I always say, I'm like, yo, I'm one of the more positive people, even when I hate something. Just know that I have friends that are 20 times more critical and hateful of something than I am. <laughs> Especially oh, yeah. Obi-Wan. I, I'm, I'm more positive than many others in Obi-Wan. I mean, sure. to stick with Star Wars, there's always bigger, there's always a bigger fish. Yes. In the planet core. <laughs> I love how as a kid that did not register with me, like how little sense yeah the planet core me god can we just also i still really i you know i would i would give i would let all of the current disney plus and movies of all the star wars stuff be canceled 
if I could just get Attack of the Clones in 3D in theaters. You'd want those to come back? <laughs> I, I We were supposed to get all of them, and I then didn't the, even, Lucas got bought. I didn't even Remember? manage to see the uh, Phantom Menace in 3D. Oh like, my god, I, I still have the, I have the Podracer 3D glasses. That was so oh, great. Did cool. you know I got the theater to laugh twice? Oh, I remember you mentioning this. Yeah, it was uh, when when Qui-Gon gets into the ship after he first faces off Maul and Tatooine. And he's like, Obi-Wan, this is Anakin. Anakin, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I just go, he's going to cut your legs off. <laughs> and everyone starts fucking dying in the theater. And then uh, at the end, when they're burning Qui-Gon and they're like, the Sith, there's always a master and apprentice. Always two, never more, never it's less. It's that guy. Yeah, and they're like, well, who was killed? The master, the apprentice. And they show Palpatine. I'm like, he's right there. He was fucking loving it. It was great. I think when Jar Jar came on and when Anakin says, I'm a person, my name is Anakin, everyone was clapping. We were just like, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was, it was great. it's so embarrassing that I, I mean, I was literally the age that they were targeting with Jar Jar when that movie came out and I saw it. But I loved jar jar when that I mean, movie who, first came out who does not want to use it a boomer okay i don't you know you just gotta use the boomer you just don't have a boomer yeah, you know dude, you just gotta get a boomer okay he was a goofy gungan he was, he was hilarious goofy, i loved he was him the best gungan he was a dude he was bombad all right no one gets that he was so bombad and he saved the day at the end it's fucking fantastic you you gotta be really something and he stepped in Pudu. It was guys. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Pudu. I, I just also <laughs> love all the different po- like Quadranero. And then that one dude that crashes and he's like, okay. Or the other guy's like, and then he just blows up. I know we're getting way off on a tangent. Yes. But this is the episode that one pod racer scene is still legitimately good. Oh, it's amazing. It, and all the sound effects for them too. It's like, it like the way they just, go, oh my God, it's fantastic. Dude, it's like, it's half the reason why I love the Destiny Sparrow sound effect because it sounds like a pod racer. Oh, it's great. Especially when you boost. People don't mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. the prequels. All right, the prequels aren't good. They, they, the prequels are not good, but they are so full of life and original content that you're just like, if only George didn't have that many yes men and yeah. you could have just had people that were making sure the writing and dialogue were great. These films would be fantastic. Potentially even better than the original trilogy. I don't know. But yeah, they, they just kind of fucked up. But the concepts were really fucking cool. Like, I love the The shit, yeah, I make fun of it. But it's also, think about it. You have that much fun to make fun of something like that. But you still would like, I would watch it again. I'd watch Phantom Menace eight more times in like two weeks if I They're wanted to. are still definitely enjoyable at, of moments to them. Like, yeah, like the, again, the Podracer scene, great. Darth Maul fight scene at the end. Still amazing. Yes. Oh, very much so. Duel of the Fates is just the best ballet I've ever seen. It's fucking fantastic. It's so good. So fucking. And yet, good. and yet, literally earlier tonight, I was shitting on the Last Skywalker again because I, I can't ha- I can't help myself. That movie's so bad. I mean, that's it's just yeah. They're just yeah. They they just they they don't make you happy or sad. They just they make you annoyed, and you're just not like oh, at least it was original. It's like no, they just copied literally everything and just did little like twists and turns around everything it's whatever anyway this is sutra side talk we talk what we've been watching and playing and a bit of news here and there and yeah like i said we're doing stranger things for the boys season three a little bit of news it's all gaming uh ubisoft and god of war related um and i guess we'll wait till the end of the show to talk about potentially all the different things coming up uh because you know there's a lot of con like it's actually not even like uh 
we're running out of shit. It's actually, oh my God, we don't have enough episodes in time to talk everything. It's kind of ridiculous, to be honest. But uh, with that said, you want to just jump right in? Sure. All right. So first off, we got uh, Ubisoft. They said in September they have a gaming event coming up, kind of like Ubisoft Forward, I believe, but it's like their little uh, showcase that's going to have do you remember how many games they said they would have for it? Oh, uh, I missed this. I mean, well, I, I heard that there was a Ubisoft show coming, but I didn't really look into it because I was just like, oh, no, they are doing a forward. Oh, God. Well, November 8th is when Skull and Bones will finally release. Oh, fireworks. Will finally release uh, their fireworks for outside. Um, I'd, oh, I thought that was someone like moving something in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I felt it. Yeah, November 8th. Skull and Bones is finally arriving. I know. Yeah. I can't believe we're I did see that it. like seven ish minutes gameplay video on that. And it. I guess my major takeaway on that is just, OK. Yeah. And OK, so this is interesting. Skull and Bones, there'll be a Skull and Bones Ubisoft forward in July this month. I guess did they already have it. Was that what they already did? Yes, it was like okay. So I haven't watched it at all. I haven't, I haven't watched any of the Skull and Bones shit. So, all right, in September there's gonna be a thing, and it's gonna reveal new stuff and things on. It, it's gonna have several games. Uh, it's September 10th at 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. You think we might finally see D- uh, Division Heartland? I think they said several games. I'm expecting at least. Uh, there, I mean, I'm thinking there's at least two Assassin's Creed games alone. Uh, the next entry into Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Infinite, which is like that crazy multiplayer potential, like fucking yeah. ever evolving world game. Uh, so you, Division th- Heartland. you think we're going to do a single player thing too? Yes. I mean, the regular next century oh, that's okay, separate, okay. like separate titles, separate teams. So those Division Heartland, uh, the Ghost Recon Battle Rail that they're working on. Um, they already came out with Rainbow Six, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll see Prince of Persia remake. Oh, since no. You think we could see X Defiance again? I don't I forgot about that, that right? <laughs> I don't want to see that. Uh, I'm going to act like you didn't say that. And I'm going to skip over that. Um, Every time it comes up on one of my podcasts, I was like, oh, yeah, that game. Splinter Cell remake, maybe. But I also doubt that. Oh, Avatar Dude, Frontiers of Pandora. if they did a Chaos Theory remake, that would be amazing. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. That's oh, yeah, going to be that a big too. one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, those five for sure, I think. So two Assassin's Creed, two Tom Clancy, Avatar uh they could tease the star wars game that they're working on from the same team that's doing avatar oh i'm thinking of ea i was gonna say we could also see the uh, more from um fallen order too, yeah because it's a no. massive entertainment or massive games i forget what they're called but that those are the ones that are working on it um i don't think do you think they'll show more skull and bones there or are they just probably gonna just wait till i don't know they Probably could not. if they wanted to. I don't think they'll show anything of Far Cry or Watch Dogs. Um, Rainbow Six, they could show more content, but, you know, they already came out with Extraction. I don't even know if anyone played that, to be honest. It's like the um, kind of funny crew played it for like a week or something and they liked it. But like a lot of the reviews were like, it's, it's very generic and I don't know. It just didn't sound like something I wanted to play. In the amount of multiplayer games there are now, I don't have time for another that, one like that this. That too, yeah. Yeah. Um, like you yep. just got me playing Hunt Showdown, which I want to play more of that at some point. Yeah, yeah. And like I still haven't played any of this season of Destiny, and like I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise. I started <laughs> playing the Cycle Frontier, which is like Tarkov. It's like if Tarkov and Hunt had a little baby, 
And that is, uh, I was actually playing that right before recording. And after this, I'm either playing Hunt Cycle or, oh, wait, I have to edit. Fuck. Well, after, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm going to play something. I'm going to play something for sure. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's those games, I think. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's in September. So we got a couple months until we actually get it. Um, God, I haven't touched my backlog at all. This fucking blows. Uh, other than that, God of War Ragnarok. We finally got 30 seconds of just like a cinematic, and it's uh, Kratos and Atreus talking. And James, is it me, or did that feel more... My blood was pumping more for 30 seconds of that than the entirety of the E3 week. I mean... I don't know. I, I think I probably said this on the podcast before, but I don't think I could get more hyped for this show or for this game. So I was just like, yeah, this is an awesome trailer. Oh, cool. We finally got a release date. Oh, cool. Special editions. How much money do I need to spend? Is it weird, though? Does that feel weird that like we went through all of those showcases, all those different things throughout that whole thing? And you're like, wow. Well, right. And then they show this and I'm like, why? You, you might be right there, though. <laughs> like, I... I don't know, like, there are some trailers that that showed in, like, some of those shows. Like, the, I kept talking about the uh, Nine Years of Shadow. I personally thought that that was a really cool trailer for that game. But it definitely is hard for me to think of a single trailer that was cooler than this one. Because I'm, I mean, just, it I'm also, so hyped for it. It shows, Dude, like, the what, giant, games, it shows well, you what games get your blood pumping as well. For sure. Like, just the, the, the image of the giant wolf at the end, which might be, like, the Fenris wolf. And then, like uh atreus is definitely older and like obviously the kid is older yes. too because the voice is different yes he is that was really cool it's just funny like, you know like you watch the whole xbox showcase and you're just kind of like looking at your watch or something like All right. yeah and then like, you see this you just see th- you just see 30 seconds and you're like i can't believe it no that's a good point because like we we talked about how for the xbox conference we were just like there's a lot of cool stuff there. there's a lot of okay stuff and it's like a lot of like, oh, here's why you should keep your Game Pass subscription because you'll at least have something interesting to play every month. But nothing like strictly specifically you need to play on Xbox. Like you could also play on PC and, and stuff like that. Or like it's also on PlayStation probably. It's just like it'll be included in your Game Pass subscription. But for this, it's like, oh no, this game is why you want a PlayStation 5. Or, well, I mean, it's also coming in PlayStation 4, but, like, this is why you want a PlayStation. Yes. Is games like this shit where it's just like, oh, my God, I need to play this, like, as soon as possible. Just give it to me. And then they're like, you know, I know some people are probably like, I'll wait for it on PC. And it's like, all right, have fun waiting for, like, yeah. three fucking years, dude. And that's, like, that's fair. <laughs> that's three years just fucking PlayStation. No, dude, my PC has spoiled me because now I'm just like, oh, I can play things at such high settings and, like, at higher frame rates. And at 4K too, and I have to like pick and choose on my on my on both my consoles whether I I do 4K or like higher frame rates. Mm. And so now uh, like PC gaming has spoiled me. So I understand those people that are just like, nah, I'll just wait for for PC. Yeah, no, it does make sense honestly, especially but, if they don't want to spend money on a console. But still, like the fact that like I have a PlayStation Five, so is like I will literally play these on PlayStation, even though I I would maybe get more out of or a more enjoyable experience if i play them on pc i still will absolutely play them on playstation as soon as i can just because I, uh, I love these games until i get like a 30 until i get build a new desktop there's no point for me to get anything on pc that's going to be on ps5 mm, at this point that's fair yeah 
But once I do, you know, things will change and maybe I'll rebuy. I'm not doing, I'm not rebuying all this fucking PlayStation games on PC. I'm not doing that shit. No way. You can't get me to do that when I still have a fucking backlog. I'm not going to do that I'm again. I'm like actually considering buying The Last of Us remake two times. I, I'm, I'm I actually, that was, yeah, here I am saying like, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, yeah, can I get that Last of Us remake on PS5, please? Thank you. <laughs> two times, please. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, November 9th. It's funny. It comes a day after Skull and Bones. So you have uh, about 12 hours to play Skull and Bones before you throw that out of the way for god of war i guess i don't yeah, know uh man there was some was it square enix uh put out a statement saying like we talked to our partners and we're gonna move forspoken again out of this date and then like literally the the uh god of war date re- uh was dropped and people were going like yo did sony just basically call square enix and say like you might want to move the date of your game <laughs> god the gods are coming here and they're like oh fuck forespoken misspoken we're moving here actually yeah. <laughs> that's that's what happened uh yeah and it's funny too because i don't really i used to be big on collector's editions during the ps3 era i got like all of the collectors for like halo all the playstation exclusives stuff like that and i finally like st- ps4 was like kind of it was like only getting i'd say a fifth of the amount of collector's editions i would get for ps3 and then PS5, I'm like, nah, unless it's the Destiny expansion one, I probably won't. Mm-hmm. But I saw the God of War Jotnar edition and yeah, uh, like I don't know collectors, and I'm like, I want those dice. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I really need the Jotnar edition necessarily because, like, you get those. The patches look cool. They're they're nice and metal. Um, the dice do look cooler. And then you, you do get like a... The cloth map. You get like a vinyl map. soundtrack too. You get a vinyl cool. soundtrack and you get a cloth map. Yeah. So like, I don't... I think for me, it's going to depend on how much more expensive the Jotner edition is. But I... The fact that both come with the Thor's the hammer. hammer is so cool. It, dude, dude, why dude, is this the so coolest cool. looking version of Bulner easily? Because, you know, the Marvel one is just like hammer <laughs> yeah just, this one is just like look at the runes etched into the hammer yeah, it's you're like, like co- oh it's fuck runes and it, it's also not... thor is fat and a piece of shit and you're like all right i forgot well that like <laughs> it's hard to describe but like the the marvel version is like a like a brick or whatever uh like a brick with a handle yeah but um the the one in the special edition is like curved a little bit like I don't want to say it looks like a Minecraft axe, but that's like kind of the shape it is. And but it, but cool. It's like a Minecraft axe, but cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's pretty dope though. Um, I, if I if I'm gonna get a physical edition like that, I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna get the Yotnar. There's just it's either Yotnar or you just get like the little steel book, and that's it. It's one or the other. I love um, how we both have said on this podcast that like I don't have space for any of this shit, and then we're both like we both want these things. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do, so Horizon, I just got the steelbook. I, I stuck to my guns, and I'm like, I'm going to get the little steelbook. I'm not getting the giant fucking elephant and all that shit. And, uh, you know, it's cool, but I don't need it. I don't need a giant statue of an elephant. There's other statues I'd rather have in my house that I haven't bought. So there's no reason. Yeah. And Horizon was great. Don't get me wrong. It was fantastic. But then God of War, I'm like, fuck, it's God of War. I have to get it. <laughs> It's Mjolnir's hammer. Yeah, I'm or just like, uh, fuck Thor's it. I don't, they didn't do a collector's for 2018, I don't believe. Uh, it was just the game, if I recall did they correctly. not? I don't think they did. I'd have to look into that. Yeah, you could, you could look oh, up if you want. They did do one thing, at least, because I bought it. 
was the PS4 Pro, which uh, was a oh yeah, but yeah, but I don't think they did like a collector's or anything like that. That's like literally the only special edition console I think I've ever bought, and I I wasn't even in the market for PS4 Pro, but I was just like, I still have my Spider Man or my Spider Man PS4 Pro. I'm like, I can't. I almost broke Can't. down for the Spider-Man one too, but I was like, I just bought the God of War Dude, one. Dude, no. I was gonna, I was almost gonna break down for the fucking uh, Death Stranding one. I was so. That also looked really cool. Like, and that game, the game was like kind of like I like it, but it's just kind of okay. But that special it. edition is like super cool. Yeah, one of my last two 2019 games. Oh my god. But yeah, I love so that game cool. with like a ye- like yellow clear controller that was like kind of like the BB pod. Yeah, so I'm I'm expecting August or September. We're either going to get a God of War centric state of play or we're going to get like a full on like Sony little mini showcase again or something that's like first yeah, party. Maybe. I can see that. Um, but I think in the next two months is probably the, the sweet spot for it, though. I, I do love they just had to go. Here's 30 seconds. And then everyone's like, all right, fucking take my money, please. Just take my fucking money. And I'm, I'm ready. It's like I think five days is when the collector's edition goes on sale. So I'm like watching. I'll be watching for that like a hawk. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, but okay. Uh, that, that's that's the news. Interesting news, I would say for sure. Uh, now into our main titles here. So first off, we're gonna hit Stranger Things four, and then we'll hit The Boys season three. And I've got, I think. So here's the thing: when I was at Disneyland, there was a lot of lines, and uh, other times I'm waiting at the hotel or whatever. I had a lot of spare spare time. And what I did, I finally was concocting full little outlines and notes on everything in my backlog list of movies and shows that I want to talk about. So now I have all these more cohesive notes I can read off of, of just like getting my stuff instead of being like, oh, fuck, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't remember what I was talking about. It's going to be hopefully a lot more cohesive, and I'm going to try to keep that up from now on. Uh, I did what the Stranger Things and the Boys when I got back, considering that didn't finish until after I came back from L.A., so we'll see how maybe i'm hoping this will improve the quality of the shows uh i guess dialogue points and whatnot but we'll see we'll see so stranger things four uh first thing i got off on here for sure is a i strongly think it is better than seasons one and two and potentially on par or at least on par with the first season oh i had so much fun with the season and like Dude, it's so much more violent than the previous seasons. Like, oh, this is, dude, the <laughs> violent the is scene, an understatement. It's like, more grotesque than anything. Oh, absolutely, dude. Like the scene with Chrissy in the trailer when she, her limbs start going nuts, I was just like, oh, oh god, why? And like her eyes get like sucked into the back of her head. I was just like, why? This is Stranger Things. What the hell is happening? Like I mean, that Stranger was... Stranger Things are occurring apparently. <laughs> for real i mean that was dark and gross but also um oh god i keep forgetting his name uh vecna no the D guy <laughs> oh 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 how did i just forget his name eddie yeah right eddie dude he was my which i character. think is um you notice like he has iron maiden and they're like you call this movie he's like this is music i love that uh, dude he had the best think- scene in the show i think just for the the, uh, the rock out on the uh top of the trailer in the under the un- on top of the track yeah in oh, the no. upside down upside down okay yeah the, was like the underside <laughs> the name of eddie i'm pretty sure because it was i think there's a full iron maiden 
uh, thing there because besides the music and everything else, uh, that skeleton guy on Iron, Iron Maiden, the like uh, uh, mascot, his name is Eddie. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. So I, I thought that I could was see really them cool. sticking shit in like that. Yeah, I only know that because uh, one of my buddies also, well, he's been on up to up to and down to it, and he's been on Sad Watch, but Roman, uh, he got me into Iron Maiden to the point where I actually saw them live in Oakland at one point. Uh, yeah? Yeah, it was really good. Oh my God, it was so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely one of the better things. And I really, I thought it was interesting how they brought in kind of real stuff. Because, you know, the whole thing was, I think, like, 70s, 80s, and maybe not the 80s, but actually maybe the 80s. For a long time, when D&D first started, they considered it, like, devil Oh, yeah, shit. I love that. They they actually brought in the whole thing where people were like, oh, no, these kids are worshipping the devil. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And what did I put in here? It's it's like, D&D is the devil's work was a real thing. It, it was real. That was a big thing mm-hmm. in, uh, in those decades. And Dude, it's I, just uh... like... There, there's a YouTube uh, video I watched at some point that made fun of a movie that like some church made that literally, and it was like a movie made within like the last 20 years of like how D and D corrupts your kids. And like, it's, it's a cult. And I'm yeah. just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just, I think it's funny how that is like the thing that I think I put in the notes. I called them common people. I'm like, just goes to show the ignorance of common people. <laughs> Yeah, from, it's just like, like from from which trials to even today like right now we're dealing with that shit again more or yeah, less sadly like people will always look for scapegoats to blame for things that they don't understand and like when shit goes wrong people want an explanation for why yeah and so i just i thought that like stranger things did that so perfectly here where like shit's going crazy around town people are dying in grotesque ways and like i could see how people could be like this is the work of the devil and these dudes literally have shirts that say like the hellfire club maybe there's a connection there and like of course there's not but yeah it's just like i could see how dumb townspeople from the 80s would maybe think about that yeah it's it just it, it it's the thing where I'm, i guess i'll get real for like a second but it's the thing where you see how a lot of ill-educated people react to something that they don't understand Mm -hmm. and when they try to with that scapegoat they manifest that stuff so they feel like there's something that they are capable of doing something about it even if it doesn't but it's just like this way of just coping uh because you don't understand because you lack that understanding and education and i guess i don't want to i don't want to say you lack the intelligence uh but i feel like they do um and you see that even now uh unfortunately a lot of time which is pretty crazy how it just is a repeating thing it's like oh you know maybe we'll fix this stuff after the 1700s after we stop burning people alive because we think they flow in a broom or some bullshit and it's just like well did did we fix it no (laughs) still the same we just don't throw them in a water with a giant stone anymore (laughs) well there's like a time where people who could like predict like the seasons or whatever because they just like keep track of shit and use math would be like are you a wizard because you're predicting the future and that's that's witchcraft that's evil like that i know it's like bro no he's just smarter than your dumbass. yeah (laughs) oh god stupid people make me laugh until they try to kill me and then they have to be dealt with 
accordingly. <laughs> uh, but a big thing here, I thought, which is hilarious, it's kind of, I guess the two things, actually all things that try to hit the nostalgic feeling of like the 80s. If you notice, they really, really emphasize on music. We've seen it in both Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. movies. And we've seen it now in Stranger Things, especially this season with uh, Kate Bush and Dude, Journey. I love that Kate Bush is like super popular now again. Dude, she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be such a weird experience to be like unheard of nowadays. And then like all of a sudden you're famous again for a song you wrote decades ago. Yeah. Because some random show put it in a few scenes. <laughs> I mean, it, music is a lot of music is just like most other things that trend and don't trend they they're cool you listen to them a shit ton and then you throw it aside for the next new thing yeah and, and it's like that song is still good yeah it's just not new to you so maybe someone else one day might hear it and it blows up again yeah and especially now i mean obviously not everyone that's watching most people probably not watching stranger things didn't grow up in the 80s we didn't grow up in the 80s yeah. so we did kate bush and uh 90s i do love right 80s here. music though like oh yeah dude kiss is like fucking amazing <laughs> aerosmith even though they, i guess they like started in the 70s a little bit, ben halen yeah i mean basically rock yeah fucking like yeah. 80s rock that's like mm -hmm. a whole genre right there but twisted yeah, sister you know, kate yeah. bush was th that uh, running up that hill was great and i think just talking about that scene where um Holy crap, what is her name? I already Sam. Sam. When Sam's escaping and they're playing that song, it if it's so well. Sinks so well where I think that scene it it's so successful because you really do start feeling something. Like it gets the audience actually emotionally and energetically involved. Like yeah, I felt like I was actually so tense cuz like putting you, energy into it. And I think one of the reasons why it works so well is like you've seen several times it yeah, like three times now, like because uh, Sam was supposed to be the, the fourth and last one. Like you've seen what happens when Vecna gets his victims and it's horrifying and you don't want to see it happen to Sam. And so you're just like, oh, God, I hope she gets away. And he's like throwing shit at her in. It just it's so suspenseful. But then, yeah, like the music on top of it is just like. Like even just like the theme is like running running up that hill and it's just like. It works on so many levels that, yeah, like it just, it hypes you up emotionally so well. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's not the, when they're doing this, they don't play the exact song. Like they oomph it up a bit. Uh, they did that for yeah. this. They did that for uh, Separate Ways, the Journey song that they play. That's like, one day love will yeah. find you. Yeah. And uh, they really put, they really do put that little spin and that spin is enough because you know you play the song on its own it's that song that you played before and you're like cool it's the song and you can like kind of throw your imagination into whatever you want it to be for the most part but when they do it with like the show and tail you're getting the visual right there and you're watching and they're like we want this to feel emotional we want this to feel or more emotional more just stakes you feel like it's more epic there's like a lot of risks happening when they pull this off and it's just yeah it's just so good the way they do it and i really love the fact that 
it's nostalgia within nostalgia. So like, you know, Stranger Things, you're enjoying it because you're like, wow, 80s nostalgia. I really like this, even though I was never born and saw this stuff. And it was actually bad if you weren't white because it kind of sucked still. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, you know, this is really cool. And then, you know, Sam is within it. And it's like, oh, what's something good for you? Oh, all these nostalgic memories of your life. And it's like, oh, my God, it's like nostalgia within the nostalgia that they're utilizing for the good there. And I'm just like. You know, only the show could probably pull this off. That's pretty great. Uh, that's, that's that's a smart move. Okay. Uh, the other being, you know, like I said, they were doing separate ways by Journey. And during that was the drive, uh, the trailer drive that has all of them ready to go into the Upside Down. And like uh, the Sinclair is ready to go getting into the hyped, house with Sam. Getting ready. And you feel it. And you do feel like you have like Steve and Nancy looking at each other and stuff or more so Steve looking at Nancy and like Robin and all them, Eddie, Dustin and the Sinclairs. And you're just like, Oh my God, you feel it. And you also, that music is playing and you do get that feeling where you're like, Oh shit. Not all of them are going to survive. You do feel yeah. it. You, you do definitely already get that inkling uh, when it's going to happen. And you're like, who's it going to be? And, I was actually a little surprised by who it wasn't, but we'll get to that. Um, but it, yeah, I think the music there and those scenes that came along with the music were just really well done. It probably. doesn't hurt that I just, I fucking love that Journey song. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, Everyone you know does. <laughs> I remember uh, I was at school when I was like playing that song a lot where I found it again and I saw the music video and I'm just like showing my girlfriend at the time. Like, look at this. Look at how dope they are in the 80s and their mullets and shit. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, it's cool. It's the coolest shit ever. Trust me. They play in our city a lot. It's great. We, we have them on Giants games. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so I think the big thing about this season that would have made it make or break was the fact that they had so many subplots going on in this Yeah, season. like they had the Lucas uh, football uh, team, th or no, basketball team thing. Well, not even that. I mean, uh, like, they separated the crew into that four too. main... Like, you had, um, you had okay. Russia squad. You had pretty much Mike's the What's Mike's brother's name? What? Mike, Mike's brother. that He was, like, a stoner this season. All, like... Oh, no, that's that was um, that was Will's brother um that was jonathan right oh i forgot yeah okay. jonathan and will byers um and the so PTI, have... dude i don't yeah, know if so i like that guy or not because he's oh, like argyle funny. i mean he's supposed to be the california representation you're just kind of like dude, like he's so funny but he's also so stupid he is oh my god he's incredible like, i love that every surfer pizza guy is a fucking yeah, idiot like, I, I love that they go stoner. to the other pieces the the other like uh surfer shop pizza place and it's just like What's up, my dude? Like, oh, dude, it's another pizza, dude. <laughs> so fucking uh, dumb. Uh, <laughs> people so much. And like the 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 speed at which he was willing to just accept, like, Eleven has superpowers. They need to get her to like uh, some place with a lot of salts to like boost her superpowers, and they might be able to save the world. And he's just like, okay, my dude, I think I can help you out. <laughs> He just, you know, he's just a dude, you know, just doing his dude shit, apparently. Uh, yeah. So we had Russia crew. We had pretty much the main crew that was like the full on like upside down crew and everything. Uh, the Haw Hawkins home team, I guess you would say. Hawkins, Hawkins home team. You had road trip squad and then you had 11 in training mode. And, at, you know, at one point, at certain points, they kind of divert a little bit and 
to like the home squad gets a little separated with like oh here's upside down squad here's house squad and stuff like that but that's more of like just for one episode whereas like the entire season a lot of these characters never get to interact again until like the very end when they meet back up and you know not all well i guess eddie never jonathan and uh nancy had like that one call in the beginning of the season and then they embrace at the end of the season and that's like it yeah yeah and it 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 feels strange that they were able to do so that's the thing whenever you do something like this it could go either really good or really bad and they somehow utilized it enough that it worked oh, out the in their favor in russia oh no that's what i said the whole russia squad i totally forgot yeah yeah, yeah. that's what yeah, i said four I, it's four different groups right and i There's was four different things happening I was actually pretty surprised at how well they were able to sync up like everyone doing their separate things like in even different parts of the world and like trying to all come to the same or or win I guess against Vecna somehow. The only one that made maybe the least amount of sense was Hopper and uh what's her name? The mom? Like Hopper and that crew. Oh. Uh, just like uh, deciding to try to kill all those uh, uh, upside down Joyce. creatures. Joyce. Like trying to kill all those creatures because it just hoping that it might help the kids across the world. I think they knew because of the not, it wasn't the creatures themselves. It was the fact that the, yeah, the that dust, shadow thing, the shadow thing went into the corpses. Of yeah, all which which looked like it might have been a part of the mind bender. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Was it that's what it was called, right? It wasn't Vecna. It was the it was the um, mind flare. Mind flare, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Scion flares yeah. <laughs> coming to Mars. <laughs> oh God, destiny. Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely you. You feel like it's crazy how the the mind flare is like the main villain for the whole like series, and you forget after last season. You know, he gets defeated, and you're like. Oh right, he's still around. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. like you, you you don't remember because yeah, Vecna I was talking with Daniel about it, this like sub, I guess substitute for this season. Yeah, I was talking with Daniel about this earlier, and then like I had a very different interpretation uh, for what happened with like one slash Vecna finding that like slash mysterious Henry. cloud thing. <laughs> yeah, like I assumed he became a thrall not a thrall but like a servant of that cloud because he did he wanted to like not be human anymore daniel seems to think that he was corrupting that cloud into what he wanted it to be so i'm now very confused what that last or that scene where he was explaining shit means uh so i think it is still the mind flayer corrupting henry that's what i thought too yeah no it doesn't make sense that he would start it all uh just like oh i got cloud it's like that that's some prometheus alien shit now i'm i'm like so looking forward to season five because that's the first thing they talked about was like it's going to explain what the underground the upside down is oh yeah you you're so you're expecting full origin and everything because it's very the show's been very cool but like i it would be kind of disappointing to me if they didn't explain at least like how 11 was able to contact this other dimension let alone and it like, is the final is. season as well i think they've said th- that yeah i think they said 2024 
I think. I could be wrong, but I would. I don't think it's coming for like two years. Damn, like a whole year away. Well, yeah, I, no, two years away. away yeah, um, I'd expect. Uh, you know what's crazy well. too? The fact that they yeah, because it'd probably be summer too. May give this a higher budget than Game of Thrones. I could see that. The effects on this were fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks better. Yeah. You don't have fucking... Hey, we can have your battle at night. We can't see. <sighs> That's... Yeah. Dude, that I know. Is so Isn't fucking great? dark. I was... I remember watching it on my computer and being like, is there just something wrong with my computer? Like, you can't have a dragon so wolf dark. at the same time. It's impossible. You need $100 million. Otherwise, you can't do it. We have enough budget for one scene with a dragon and one scene with a wolf. You get Not one animal time. only. Now we kill off all animals. <laughs> Fuck you. Why? Why would you do this to me? Oh, God. Thank you, Game of Thrones. A... Hey, we never went back to the Nymeria storyline. Fuck it. No one cares. I care. <laughs> Look, it's Wolf. Bye, Wolf. Say bye, Wolf. All right. You saw Wolf. Aren't you happy you saw Wolf? We killed the other wolves. You piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. What a, what At least a Joffrey horrible, died. At least you a horrible that. half show. God. Half half that show is atrocious. But yeah. uh anyway. Alright, I guess getting into it, how did you feel about each individual I mean not individual, but each like sub arc uh, or subgroup? Like the uh, you we had Hawkins home team, which I think was my personal favorite. Yeah. I think my everything. personal favorite was definitely like Sam and Lucas and um uh, my, the other uh, yeah, the other two kids like that. Those were my favorite. Um, I mean, um, Steve, Steve, Nancy, and all them. Robin, yeah. Eddie. Uh, Eleven's storyline was interesting because she got to learn more about like what happened to the other kids. In like, it wasn't that really was very her fault. interesting. because like, that's also what we were wanting to know. I feel like forever now because we saw what was it eight in season two, and we're like, cool, it's eight, yeah. and then and, and she's eleven, and so and so we're just like, well obviously it would be really weird if they just like started at 11 so there have to be at least 10 other kids so. yeah so then we get the other kids and then they're like look here's all your kids and they're like cool oh they're dead yeah. <laughs> just like well now we know what happened to them all they're extinct except for eight who's off doing british shit yeah being wh- a one just like person yeah one just destroyed a bunch of kids like anakin style I mean, they, they trick you in the beginning. You think that Eleven killed them all. Yeah. And you're just like, that oh, really, shit. I really liked that, that they yeah, were able to pull that, was that a good off. Twist. That was a very good twist. Yeah. Um, do you remember what Eight's powers were? I don't oh, remember. the one in the beginning? Was that was that the kid? No, Eight was the one in season two. That girl that Eleven goes out with for a bit. The one that escapes. Uh, no, I don't remember. Okay. Now, seven, Seven's was interesting. He's like, he could sense everyone. And yeah. then he just like gets... Yeah, he's like, there's so much screaming. That was he's like, oh, funny. God, they're dying. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, I was also not, not expecting Papa to come back either. I, I forget his actual name. I'm just yeah. like, well, I guess we're just going to call him Papa. And then we but, had the other Hawkins group, which was like Nancy and... Um, well, I mean, that was that was one group, really. Oh, so you want to count, count that all together? Yeah, the Hawkins home team. That's what I was saying. Okay. Um, yeah. That's what I was saying. There's four groups. You have Hawkins home team. You have Russia group, you have Eleven, and then you have Road Trip crew. I'd say that makes prob- sense. okay, so I'd probably say the Hawkins group was my favorite. Then Eleven was my second favorite, just because we got to learn more about like w- the other kids, and and we got to see Eleven like 
remember her past and get past her like mental blocks and stuff yeah um and kind of get more of like her papa and stuff like that um and then as much as i really liked i i love hopper as a character and like the shifty like uh plane pilot was hilarious oh dude (laughs) but uh I, I might put the road trip crew of like just slightly above the Russia storyline just because like it felt like it had more direct importance to the story up until the Russia thing was just like, hey, maybe if we kill these things, it'll help out because like we saw that shadow thing and now it's like in their the in the other monsters, like maybe it'll help. We'll see. Uh, but the road trip crew, I just like, I don't know. I thought they were so funny. Like, especially Argyle. Like, I wanted to not like that guy, but he's just so funny. No, they were great. Uh, And, yeah, just, like, the whole uh, Mike trying desperately to find Eleven and, like, patch things up with her and stuff like that. Like, I I really liked that. And it was interesting to see, like, Will is, like, he might actually be in love with Mike. Yeah, Will's definitely gay. And he just, like, can't bring himself to talk about it because like especially at that time like that was yeah really... the 80s you're like oh yeah because I mean, it's we... just like we learned last season that robin's a lesbian and you get that scene with robin where she's like you know mike is uh not mike um steve is like just talk to her like the other girl in band that you want that you want to go out with and she's like yeah easy for you to say like you talk to the wrong girl and like it's just like a you know an embarrassing story i talk to the wrong girl i become the town pariah and like yeah, that's kind of, unfortunately that is what happened to a lot of people back then. That's fucking yeah. sad. And it's like it you, still happens. You, still, yeah, it's such a it's a fucking gamble, which you mm-hmm. know it sucks. Uh, depending where you live, luckily here yeah. at least we're, we were raised pretty much pretty easily. Where I was like, yeah, it's you gay. It's always been like this. Fucking San Francisco. Yeah. Would you expect? You're like, ah, okay. yeah, the Castro is awesome. It's <laughs> 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 <They> so <start> colorful. <laughs> yeah <laughs> COVID shit. oh my god but um i would say i'm so for sure hometown home team is my favorite 11 was the second favorite just because of the history reveal with everything from uh the facility her own powers and yeah. one i uh, i want to say i liked russia more than road trip but that's only because i was just kind of getting tired of will not will mike um which i'll mm. explain in a bit okay but yeah i think that that's the way i was going for it and the way i kind of look at this too is like there are certain points where i'm watching the show and we get to road trip crew we get to russia we get to 11 and i'm just like i want to see home team i want to see home team i just want to see this steve squad that's all i want right now and i'm like this reminds me of something that i would watch and i'm like oh my god this is like lord of the rings like this is like the two towers oh yeah huh where i love the whole movie don't get me wrong i love the whole movie i love frodo and sam i love Gaul like frodo sam Gollum. i love mary pippin with the ants but all i wanted i'm like show me aragorn like listen to me yeah show like me the, aragorn, each like, storyline is cool but you have your favorites you have your favorite you know what you want to see where other people are the opposite they just want to see the hobbits do hobbit things and i'm like i want to see these three i was I one of the ones the- that like i loved the ants like that shit yeah. was cool yeah and so that's why I'm, I'm like, yo, just, I just wanted Aragorn and Legolas Gimli nonstop. And that was the same feeling I got with Steve's crew. 
easily. And I'm like, wow, they really pulled this off. And it's like, I wasn't annoyed when I was watching the other scenes. I was just like, this is really interesting, but I'm also just, I'm energetic for the next thing with them easily. Right. Uh, so that was, I, I thought that was really well done that they could do that and get me to react that way for sure. Um, now, I guess getting into the characters themselves, uh, whether it's growth of those characters or just uh, the new ones, I wanted to tackle the new ones first, being Eddie and Argyle. And I guess starting off with Eddie. Uh, he was my favorite of the new season. For he sure. was awesome. Eddie was such a great character. He was like the epitome of like, oh, it's 80s classic rock guy who's a dungeon master He's like an outcast. I love it. Like they introduce, like before you even see him, they're like, "Why don't you just get Eddie to move the game?" Like, move the game? You you're talking about Eddie here. He's not gonna want to move the game. Yeah. And then you meet Eddie, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. You're like, "Oh fuck!" This dude's a. Even though he keeps getting held back, he yeah. can't graduate. And you're like, "How many years? Are, how old are you?" He's like, this year's my year. I'm going to finally graduate. And I'm going to look the principal in the eye and give him the finger. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking guy. But he is so fun because you don't really know what his full purpose is. Like, you see him at the end of the first episode and he's, like, freaked out for the fact that, oh, this girl just fucking... Dude, his reaction shriveled up in front of my eyes in the air. Yeah, his reaction to her like flying up to the ceiling and like her bones twisting was li- literally that's probably what would happen to me if that happened right in front of my eyes. I'd be like, "What the fuck is happening?" I mean, you don't. No one really expects that kind of thing to happen. So when it does, you are a little, you're a little shocked, just a little bit. But he, you know, gradually is just on the, you know, he's on the run. He's in hiding. And they're, like, bringing him stuff. And that's all we know about him. Like, we're just like, okay, this is, like, a minor character who is just doing his thing there. And he's more of, like, a side... He's, like, a side piece than the main crew right now that's in Hawkins. Yeah. And then once we get to Steve going into the water, and then Eddie eventually going into the water, too, is where we see oh, he's getting involved now. This is getting interesting. Like, what's going to happen next here? And we get to see, like, we we watch, like, him gradually become one with the group, whether it's fighting in the Upside Down to helping them prepare and, like, not even care about the fact that he's being hunted, but more so being like, oh, hey, like, we got to stop the town. He joins the squad of, we're going to stop the town from being destroyed. And then, well, I love like the the scene where they're like, "Tell us what happened." And he's like, "You wouldn't believe me," and they're like, "Trust us, we might believe you." Yeah, and then they, <laughs> you know, they explain everything to him, and he's just like, "Oh fuck, this is this is even worse than I thought." Yeah. But you know, it gradually ends up with his own demise by the end of it, uh, that being was so a distraction. Sad. Yeah, and you could see and why he does his it. last words, or sort of last words, are just like, "I didn't run away this time," because like that was his thing. It was like the entire season. Like one of the first things he said as a dungeon master was like, "You know, it's totally acceptable to run away and come back and uh, or do another thing or whatever." Like his thing was always just like, "If it gets hard, you can run." And so this last time, or where it really counted, he was like, "This might not end up well for me, but I have to do this just so I can like at least feel proud of myself." And just like, yeah. I can't run this time. I have to help. I have to stay. 
and you and, know it's a it's a big sacrifice because the yeah. whole thing is all those fucking upside down birds were gonna go attack steve robin and Dude, Nancy. those things were fucking vicious yeah they were strong and it's uh, like their mo seemed to be like holding you down and then eating you kidneys first kind of prometheus style actually oh, yeah huh yeah i think of that mm-hmm. i just thought of that mm. just now which i was like oh this is very mythical. actually very yeah very poetic if anything um but it was very interesting i mean that's that's the whole thing it i think the show kind of shows you who you get invested in and who you worry about because the entire i think from the boat onward i'm like oh god steve's gonna fucking die dude and since yeah. eddie and you know once it happens so they eddie, ended that one episode with steve like being held down by the like up, upside down birds and getting eaten i was just like you bastards i gotta watch the next episode but i gotta go to bed <laughs> uh. it was it's yeah it's very oh, i remember i think that's happened to me too i was like at that point where i look at the time and i'm like oh no i gotta sleep it's late uh just I, one more hour <laughs> i think eddie Dude, though is so long though that I, we'll talk about that after the characters i think for sure but eddie is a is a shining example of a successful new character because he is only in one season you get him and then he's gone he's taken away from you and you enjoy that character so much you're like this is a great fucking character he has so much charisma you like him because he is who he is he's like not a hero until he is a hero and you feel his growth throughout the whole thing but also he's just fun he makes you laugh with all of his shit, especially when he, he gets like all he gets kind of like a crackly voice when he gets like upset or like when he's like, this is real music. Yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> That's so fucking good. But it, oh, God, it's it's so fun. It's great. It's just the whole like, are you ready to put on the most metal show that the upside down has ever seen? Oh, yeah. And he's like, that. this one's for you, Chrissy. And that, that was great, too. That, I love that I the song they chose was like metallica's puppet master or something like that yeah so that was really really cool uh the other character being argyle and argyle yeah is a representation (laughs) and he was just fun he was definitely just comedic relief the entire time for sure until his entire like soul (laughs) you're like wow thanks it's just (laughs) like what's his name uh jonathan just like flipping out about his relationship with uh nancy and she's like you know what you need to do you need to go back in the van and have some more of the like whatever the name of this stream hey, is man, just smoke yeah all <laughs> right and he's like you know what you're right man i should have more weight i love that yeah jonathan yeah we'll, we'll get to jonathan but yeah like 11 like writing to to mike in the beginning he's like yeah jonathan is like smoking these funny plants with his friend like now it's weird he's <laughs> just like oh god it was so fucking ridiculous i don't know there's not much to say about argyle just like it's like what could i say about argyle he's argyle he's funny he's got very straight long hair yeah he's oh my god his hair is so fucking long it's ridiculous and i'm just like this isn't the state you don't get it this isn't california it's not we're not like this you don't understand even though i'll be like yeah some of us are maybe but yeah i'll I'll say i'll say dude a lot to be honest if, if necessary so that is a... go to berkeley you'll see some people like that yeah 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 it, yeah it's like a weird stereotype but it's actually true berkeley's like hate street if it was a city i don't know if i've ever heard a statement more correct than that 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, you gotta see San Francisco. It's such a... It's so different depending on where you go, and it's like you think you're in a completely different city when you go to, like, at that That's different part true. of the town. It's a you're small... Like, it's a small city, but very dense, and each, like district is so different incredibly different like really really it, to the point where you even have to change your fucking clothing sometimes because you're like oh it's hot oh it's cold oh it's raining oh it's windy yeah that's the weirdest part <laughs> in the same day and you're like what the fuck happened yeah welcome to san francisco guys yeah uh but yeah the new characters are cool especially eddie argyle is fun to laugh at for the most part um the next ones i think would be nancy steve and robin which robin you know we get the whole. I love her uh, thing is like it took me longer to learn how to walk than uh, the other kids. Yeah, we learned complete Robin fuck is, up. Don't tr- don't trust me. Robin is literally just. It's funny because you see her in season three, and she makes fun of Steve constantly to the point where you're waiting for the two to get together until you find out that she only yeah. likes girls, and you're like, oh, okay, all right. Steve's not her type. Yeah, and you, like they become best friends, and it's I love actually. That. That, like they're total best friends and steve's like yeah you should like go ask out that girl and stuff like that they kind of wingman each other and honestly they, like did they start their own movie rental shop is that their place no 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 that's the that's the so at she uh after the ice cream place was destroyed with the rest of the mall she got the job at the rental place and then uh, she got steve okay. hired as well that makes sense yeah I forgot yeah, that part. They're pretty much, yeah, the rental master. But dude, that's now. like such a perfect job for both of them because they're both constantly talking about movies. Yeah, and it worked out to the point where they were like, yeah, that your friend in band, yeah, she rented Fast Times at Ridgemont High and where'd she pa- was she paused it at the fucking pool scene. Like, that was hilarious. Oh, that was yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah. Do you, you know who does that? People who like boobies. <laughs> they're so crazy. Oh, like, and then they even use it as like part of their investigation later. It's like, Wait, we're looking for a drug dealer named, like, what's his name? Uh, You know, a lot of people rent movies here. Maybe there's a dude like that here. And they just, like, they find someone who's just reading, like, someone with that name who's just uh, renting, like, Cheech and Chong movies. They're like, it's that guy. (laughs) He's the the weed dealer. We found him, guys. That was, Uh, honestly, that was really fun and really, it was just, like, some That felt, like, so Scooby-Doo to me. Yeah, no, incredibly, yeah. So good, but... Jinkies, uh, we found them. <laughs> Robin is just fun. And she... You really love her after season three. You're just like, she's so much fun. Her and Steve are the perfect pair of friends. Yeah, I gotta keep reminding myself of friends. Yeah. And uh, you really do, like... You You get that feeling where you see her throughout... Uh, I want to say it's like the beginning, the middle, and the end with that other girl and band who you feel like you you're like even as audience member you're like she is she likes yeah she likes girls she can she can pull it off she can get with this girl like i believe it can happen they can they can pull this off it's not going to be like a weird well, thing just where like she the way she kind of like looks at uh robin like sideways and stuff like that like you can tell she's like checking her out yeah and you know in the beginning it's like oh you should do it and then in the middle is you see the boyfriend and you're just like oh fuck and then by the end of it though when it's like, oh, the world's ending. Yeah. <laughs> We're here doing community service. Then they finally... She's just like, can't stop talking. And they've, yeah, they finally start interacting. And you see Steve, like, folding the clothing. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that... that You really see Steve's growth. And that, I think, like, getting into him and Nancy next. Like, Nancy... um, 
well, I guess Nancy and Robin too. Like their investigative skills. I their, skills their when, like it, outing to the uh, insane asylum or whatever. Yeah. Like not only do you get some cool like revelations there, but also just like Robin's whole thing is like, I wore this dress to impress you. I hate it. It's so it's so itchy. And it worked. <laughs> it and they worked. get through, and you're just like, oh shit! It somehow worked out, but. Uh, that whole thing where you do realize you're like, oh, Nancy and Robin never really interacted and they aren't friends or anything. And they become friends and it's nice. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And that whole thing. I love when Robin's like, you know, Steve and I were just platonic friends. Like we're not we're not anything in case you were wondering. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy's like, well, uh, uh, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. And I love that, like with well nancy we already kind of gotten so much from nancy like she is super investigator throughout all three seasons or four seasons really Well, that and after the first season where like she saw how dangerous shit can get she's just like you know what i'm gonna learn how to defend myself and i'm gonna learn how to shoot a gun i have guns yeah she's yeah. the only one that's like i have guns guys i have like a lot of guns and i'm like oh my god <laughs> so good like, uh Dude, I love the interaction with her and the uh, the jock dude when they're in the gun store, and he's just like Nancy Wheeler with a gun. She's <laughs> just like, yeah, so <laughs> so great. Yeah, oh my god. But the whole thing with Steve. So I think I've said it before. Uh, I think I said it last season. But Steve is my favorite character. Oh, he's I, so good. I love. That I guy. love Steve. That's he probably why I got one. I got so much more stressed when I thought he was going to die because I was just like, he's like the heart of the show. Yeah, you, you don't expect it. That's the whole thing. Ever since season one, you're like, they, they yeah, he's try like to... such a shithead in the, in the first season. And then he like, he gets his ass handed to him, not like physically, but just like he he basically gets what's coming to him and he learns from it. And at this point, like he's such a great, likable character, like it is a great arc that he's been yeah. on. Yeah. And the whole thing is, like, it wasn't his parents, wasn't anyone. Like, it's this guy on his own had all this growth. But he, you know, he even says it in the show, like, Nancy, it's because of you. Like, you're yeah. the one that did all this. You I love made, that thing. You made me a better person. And that's, I think, the throughout the entire show, I think that's the best, more than anything Jonathan has ever said. That is the best thing anyone's ever said to her. Easily. Yeah um and you really do feel for steve when he's like you know i want i want uh six little um yeah he's just, he wants a bunch of he wants like a bunch of kids and he wants to rent a like like a winnebago or like or whatever you want to call them like one of the like motorhomes and just like tour the country with his family every summer and it's just like that's such an 80s like american dream thing to do but that also sounds so nice it does like with the and right people yeah it's also funny because you're like six and then you think, oh, right, fucking all six of the kids. Like, there's six kids, oh, not minus the. Think of that. Yeah, minus the Sinclair sister. Like, uh, there are six of them. That's why I'm pretty sure why he says that. Because the whole thing ever since, what was it, season two or three? I think it's season two. By the end of it, you're like, oh, Mama Steve. Like, Steve becomes the mother yeah. of the, the pack. Like, he's, he's the den mother. He even keeps saying that. He's like, why am I the one who's always the ba- uh, babysitter? <laughs> it's so great the how they somehow worked that out god i want to almost go back to season two to remember like just to watch and see how that even fucking happened Dude, talking about all this now like for some reason it's making me want to start the show over again from the start 
Even though I'm there's gonna, so much shit to ta- uh, watch and play. I'm going to do it when season five is coming out. Like when maybe, it's yeah. like Maybe it's cool. When it's a month out from season five's premiere, I'll do like the countdown and just start like hitting out like a season a week or something. Yeah, that sounds like Probably. a good idea. Yeah. So just wait two years. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can watch it again. There's too many other things. There's too many other things to watch right now. Uh, but yeah, Steve, it really shows you how much you care about Steve because the minute he goes to the upside down and he's like, dying and you're like oh god no please that's my favorite character please do not kill my favorite character but also anybody one but him take me <laughs> yeah take take me not steve please and it's such a fulfilling scene to see like nancy save him and you're just like yes yes and that i never get invested that much in like high school or call it whatever the fuck like the young love shit that happens in these shows but like with nancy and steve i'm just like how did we get here? Like we had them in season one. Like I almost and then her and Jonathan, Jonathan get together. Was, yeah, I almost forgot that she and Jonathan were a thing. Yeah, and because the, the whole thing is long distance, and I'm like, from personal experience, I'm like, oh, long distance. Yeah, that what the fuck really you guys work. doing? Don't do that. That's stupid. Like, yeah, it, it can work out sometimes, but it's very rare. And you have yeah, to be very patient. And or you, there's like a, a full like end point of when you know long distance is going to end. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it for, is. Yeah. In, in, indefinite long distance is definitely like really really indefinite long distance it's a, that's just it's a, it's a no-go guys i'm telling you right now it's a no-go but the whole thing of it was like it felt weird and the, the fact that they also were like well why didn't this person come visit me and neither does and they give reasons and then jonathan's like well i gotta take care of my brother and you know she would understand but she or she wouldn't understand i don't know the whole thing like jonathan just was like my mom and brother need me uh we're not coming back probably so this is just kind of what's happening and i don't want to hold her back or something uh at the same time though like they come back like it's nothing but they're like are we good and she's like yeah yeah we're good and you definitely feel that like i think they probably are gonna break up in the next season and steve and nancy might get back together and you're gonna feel weird because you know in season one i think that's what this show kind of does is it makes you change the way you're thinking. Where in season one, you are kind of like, oh my God, Jonathan and Nancy, you need to get together. And by the end of it, you know, Steve and Nancy are still together. And you go, oh damn, I can't believe it. And then season two happens and then it finally occurs and you're like, yeah. And then season three happens and you're like, oh, well, you know, they're still going strong. And Steve and Robin get together. Oh, that didn't work out. Never mind, completely wrong. Yeah. And then season four, you're like, how am I back to wanting Steve and Nancy together again? What the fuck? What? How did you do this to me? Like, what? how did you trick me like this? And yeah, it's just well done there. Very well done. I I, I applaud them for what they've done. Uh, moving on to the other characters, though. Um, we had the Sinclair siblings, which, you know, finally, uh, you get more from the sister. You know, this entire time, We've had the sister as like this little pest, I guess you could say, for the group. Oh yeah, and she becomes the D and D replacement, and is like, oh, Dude, I'm I very love that capable. scene where Eddie's just like, "Yo, did you just bring your like friend's sister here?" And she has like no idea what. Like, okay, fine. What character do you play? And she's just like, "Here's my stats and shit." And they're like, "Oh, okay, sure, you're in." <laughs> Yeah, the whole, I mean, yeah, so 
like Erica is doing all this stuff. She gets fully invested and even invested in the group where she's risking her life as well. Yeah. Not even questioning it. And she has her own friends too. I just love that. Like she kind of like gets the promotion where she, it's like you are no longer middle school hangout person. Thing is just like just the facts. <laughs> yeah. She just goes into high school with the rest of them, even though she's a middle schooler and she's now like inducted into the group. And it feels good because she I love her attitude in yeah. the first like beginning where she's like, are you kidding me with all this shit? And by the end of it, like she's able to what kick a high school basketball player in the balls. Yeah, I dude. think I also love that line where like she is like giving Lucas shit for something and she, he's uh, it's like she's making fun of how he like was on the bench for most of the season anyway. And she's like and he's like. Well, then why did you even come to all my games? And it's like, because you're my brother. <laughs> like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, that was very, very sweet. And then Lucas, like his whole thing, like starting off as a jock and he's trying to like, he's like, he's doing it for himself, but also the group. And it, yeah, it's like, I like, I liked how he phrased it of like, I'm tired of being made fun of. And like, I, I'm trying to give us an out and give us like a, an in with the cool kids. And like, we don't have to be the freaks anymore. And the other kids are like, well, what if we don't want to be one of the popular kids? Yeah, they like being freaks and shit. Yeah. But it's like D&D is fun. I like it, dude. Yeah, and Lucas, you know, he changes by the end of it or he turns it around. Oh, yeah, especially cuz like the jocks go like fucking nuts. Yeah, no, they they lose their cuz they're part of that whole uneducated group that's like, I don't get it. Oh, it like I love how they witness the dude like one of their own dudes get Vecnud and the they are just the somehow that just reinforces that like oh no it totally is eddie he's got demon powers now like what okay sure you can go with everyone that. get guns yeah yeah dude, oh my why God. was the and high then, i love that they're like high schoolers can buy guns i was like what the fuck well then and the fact that he was able to go to the town meeting and be like yo the the D D club are straight up satanists like everyone go get your guns and find these dudes and get i'm the high school for, hero guys yeah, get justice for christy or or whatever and then that one dude gets up leaves and he's like well you all heard him let's get going yeah i'm like hey i saw you weren't you at the january 6th thing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> which is also gonna come back for the boys strangely <laughs> oh you're right you're right yeah that was a that was a weird part of that show that was the only weird thing about that show for this well yeah well yeah so yeah um sinclair's were great and then um who else we have uh will and jonathan so the whole thing you know jonathan's just a stone like i think this is jonathan's weakest season for sure he's just a stoner he was just kind of there yeah he was literally the driver for the most part he was driver, and then for a second, kind of a, a exposition to better explain Will's predicament, uh, in case people didn't realize it by then, and they finally kind of talk, and he's like, you know, I, I miss how he used to talk and everything else. That was such a great scene. And Will, I think Will's interesting, especially because he never really had a solid area. Like, first season, he is the kidnapped guy. I feel like the hangover where you know yeah, they're searching was, for their friend the whole time absent for most of the first season he was just literally like the person they're trying to find yeah and then second season he's kind of like a plant for a bit because it's like he's being used against them and everything else uh and then at a certain point he just 
kind of comes into his own, but then they move, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, now what? And I think before his whole thing was like, he could use his own experiences, knowledge for them to use against the Upside Down, as well as he had a connection with Eleven because he's like, hey, I kind of know what you went through a little bit because I went through this horrendous shit myself of literally running through this place forever. Yeah. Uh, then he got like somehow sl- connected to the Mind Flayer. And like, because even at the end of the season, like when they go back to um, Hawkins, he's like, I can feel Vecna. Like he's hurt, but he's still here. Yeah. He still has that feeling there. And then, but, you know, we find out he's coming out of uh, learning that he's gay and everything. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, but especially. I mean, they never Will... explicitly say it, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you have to. You really like. How do you miss that? Yeah. Uh, and then with Mike, though, and I'm just like, really? But Mike? dude, he got big, though. He did. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> I heard about that. I was like, oh, everyone's like, did you see this guy off screen? You're just like, what? What do you mean? He's like, oh, out of this of the show, the kid got built. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What like they mean? cover him up in like the the shirts and stuff, but still he's just like fucking like he's way bigger than everyone else. Yeah, I don't know how he did that. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. It's living in California, dude. It's the it's that Cal- <laughs> It's the workout mentality. Exactly, exactly. You, you go to that muscle beach. Life. God. Uh, and then of course we had Mike, our final character besides the adults, I guess. Um, which. Mike, I think, was the weakest part of the show. Yeah, I he, mean... Because the whole thing, he used to be the main character. And, like, he he is supposed to be the main character, if I remember correctly. Him and Eleven. Yeah, and, like, Will has the scenery. He's like, you're the heart. Like, you're you're the, the, the glue that keeps the group together and, like, keeps us strong when we need, like, strength and stuff like that. And I was just like, is he, though? <laughs> yeah, because this season? this season, he's just like, you know, when he gets to California, he's like, hi hey guys is it yeah good? well wait What's what up? are you talking about 11's being like bullied what are, what do you want me to do about it yeah you just seem so like out of it and i'm just like i just don't like him anymore I, he just seems so just i just want to kind of throw him i was like you're kind of annoying get out of here but then he does have that nice scene with will where he's just like uh he's like yeah you like you kind of broke me out of my uh like, I don't I can't even remember how he said it, but basically it's just like you were you talked real shit with me and I like I get it now and I, I was being terrible. Yeah. I, I forget exactly the context of it, but it was he had a scene like that and I was just like, Oh, that's cool. He actually he became self aware and it was like I needed I need to like step up and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's also interesting the fact that you know, season one, he's supposed to be the most interesting character besides Eleven. He's the one that's talking, trying to be like, I have a hidden friend in my closet and all this yeah. shit. And when finally you come into this season, by the time we're here at season four, I am more interested out of the four of them into Dustin and then like Lucas and Will. Yeah. Like Mike has been, like Mike's big thing. He even kind of actually, they kind of talk about it in the show. His biggest strength of his personality was Eleven. Mm-hmm. and he even says it like what if she doesn't need me anymore and i'm like oh my god that's why you're the weakest character now you were focused you were you were you and her were like foil and the others became more standalone and, and I, he doesn't I, have a standalone feeling compared to the rest of them yeah like i love that scene that uh scene in like what was it the second season where 11 breaks up with them and she's just like mike 
I dumped your ass. And he's like, what do you mean you dumped me? I think that was, la- that was season three. Oh, it was the last season? Okay. Yeah, because it was uh, her and Sam started hanging out. And yeah. then, like, she did it. And then they, like, smiled and, like, left after. And you're like, what the fuck's happening? It was like her and Sam <laughs> were just laughing the entire fucking season. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of love and, you know, like, she has her whole thing. And so much happens in the season. You forget the beginning where she's, like, made fun of in school. And, like, Dude, that the- was brutal. Those, those kids were but assholes. She also, like fucked up that girl's face though well not not that bad but she'll live yeah yeah um i think they'll move back though now right if they got hopper back there's no point in not oh, moving yeah. back yeah. i love that last scene where Which... like hopper walks in the door and she's like oh my god she hasn't she thought he was dead yeah and it's like oh my god you're back it's great um would argyle be in the next season if he's like just californian i don't know maybe not he might show up like in like the end of the season maybe like because yeah he he wouldn't have any reason to go to Haw- uh, to hawkins but because yeah he wasn't he, even there at the end either yeah so like he might gone. like he might show up if they need him or something or it might be something like uh dustin's long distance girlfriend who they actually had a, a reason to or they had an excuse to go physically see her this season which was funny her family's weird <laughs> yeah wasn't she didn't she show up last season anyway like she was only new from last season yeah yeah, yeah. and then she makes him sing the never ending story song or something that was so funny that was so fucking weird uh, uh god yeah Th- this was I, I i felt like i'm like am i supposed to remember the house that they're at like that crazy fucking you know, it was like a foster house with all those kids and like one of them is literally like savage jungle kid and then there's like acting kids yeah like and... the kid whose thing is just turning off the circuit breaker yeah and he's like ah <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you oh so my god weird. and then the oldest girl like the oldest one there gets like corrupted immediately by argyle they just start smoking in the car yeah. <laughs> oh my god but yeah, so 11, like, you know, we get through her whole thing. We said it already, like, we learn about the other numbers. We see how everything happened with her, with her and her dad, fake dad, whatever. Papa. Um, yeah. How she originally opened the portal to the Upside Down, the origin of Henry, which, you know, Henry's is very interesting where it's like, oh, I was Henry and then I was one and then I was Vecna. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy. He just, like, he figured out that he was telepathic or he learned... I mean, when he was a kid, he figured out his, like, telepathic powers and, like, literally used them to terrorize his family. And then eventually when he was just like, yeah, they were going to send me to, uh, like, a hospital and, like, try to fix me. And so I was like, you know what? No. So I murdered my whole family. (laughs) Except for my dad, who, because I, uh, the exertion almost killed me. And so my dad got away, but just, like, later blinded himself. Yeah. Well, no, wasn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. God, that was so fucking crazy. And his dad also was listening to music too, wasn't it? Like he heard music. That's what saved him originally. Yeah. So also he said that like he never escaped. Like the the thing is still like there or whatever. Like and Sam at the end of the season said like, you know, I, I can still feel Vecna. I'm still marked by him. Like so do you think that henry is still 
terrorizing his dad as long as his dad isn't like listening to music and stuff i guess so yeah there's, po- dark. there's a potential for it like it's not necessarily always like you know like sam took off her headphones and it took a while for vecna to do the yeah thing i mean it sounds like to me like the, he actually has to go into the house set up all that shit just to yeah project maybe. over there so it is still like, something he has that, to like, meditate to focus i guess yeah he's very limited in how he can pull it off depending on how it's gonna go uh so that was kind of cool um Otherwise, you know, Eleven's stuff was very straightforward. Like, it was just cool learning all the stuff. And, you know, last season she lost her powers. This season she gets them back, which is really cool when she does finally yeah. get it's it back. It was like she... a mental block, too. Yeah. And then she crashes a helicopter, which is great. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so dope. I was like, yeah, kill them. These soldiers suck ass. God, they were, they were fucking mean. And you can imagine that they're probably going to help next season because they have to. Uh, just like, uh, what was his name? Owens. Because Owen survives, he gets captured. I assume yeah. the general and Owens are going to work together now and then like approach them and be like, hey. I love that. He's like, take the shot. You son of a bitch. <laughs> God, so fucked up. Um, but otherwise, you know, the yeah, the Russian group, uh, you had that whole thing. Was it the, the Russian soldier or the Russian guard who turns and then the pilot? Um, was it Yuri? Yuri was the pilot? Or was I think Yuri that was the... his name. Something like that yeah um but i liked it i enjoyed it a lot i liked the whole like going back to the um what were they called again those creatures do you remember oh the demogorgon and then the demogorgon. yeah the demogorgon. yeah yeah the demogorgon demagogues that was cool the fact that like they're taking the season one and two enemies and being like here's like dude i love that they're dude. no longer the the biggest annoy like they're strong but they're not the biggest enemy i love that cool. hopper like well they seem like fucking bulletproof though which is weird but yeah. i love that hopper like took the he-man sword no the it's the conan the barbarian sword like they they uh, confirmed recently like, that that was an actual prop sword from like a specific thing i can't remember if it was like he-man or or conan but like I love him. He, he fights it with a literal fucking sword. I'm mean, granted it had also been like hit with a flamethrower, but still. Yeah, it was cool. I love fucking like you. You do have a sense of a small sense of worry for a second because you're like, oh god, he has to go in for a melee. Something's gonna happen, and then it doesn't. You're like, oh, oh, cool. All right, we're good. <laughs> oh wow, this sword's actually really sharp. It got through like yeah, real easy. I mean, it's fucking you know, swords are swords, man. Swords usually work on everything until they don't. I mean, it depends on how awesome. sharp they are. Yeah, that's very true. It's it's very true. Yeah, because like they were um, very clear that like that whole the whole point of that like battle pit thing wasn't to like train the the monster to be stronger or whatever. It's just like uh, apparently when you just feed a like violent animal, they get bored and they stop eating. So they literally were just like giving it a little bit of sport to keep it alive because yeah like, so it feels like it's earned its, its kill yeah and like in jurassic park when you see the goat and it's like oh yeah you know, it doesn't it wants to hunt it and then it was like yeah i'm hungry fuck it so i was actually <laughs> surprised that like the weapons that they give them were even actually like effective because it's just like the whole point is just like a facade yeah yeah um other than that yeah i think overall stranger things for great time really really great time uh, dude i got so terrified when sam's like limb started to bend i was just like no oh, they're actually gonna that do was it. i forgot they're gonna yeah, do sam. it 
and then she yeah and then she straight up dies and i was like oh fuck they actually killed her and then eleven's like no and she also has the guilt of billy and everything too uh that's cool and you know you figure she'll be back in it probably a quarter to halfway through i would say either beginning or quarter or halfway through season five my feeling is that like one of the things we saw at the end of the season was eleven trying to search for uh Sam's mind and she couldn't find it. And when Vecna kept doing his like mind merge thing, he kept saying, like, you know, uh join me, become like become part of me. So I'm wondering now if like the only way to save Sam, they're going to find out that the only, only way to save Sam is to kill Vecna to like release her mind from him. Yeah. I mean, right. the whole thing too is like, I, I think 11, I mean, pretty much she saved her life. Like uh, Sam would have been completely dead. If 11 oh, she was said dead. no. Yeah. Yeah. She brought her back at least. That was so nuts. She, I was she like, at least some of that. I was like, okay, apparently 11 can just like reanimate a body. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I'm expecting two years. We'll finally get it. Um, watch as much of the other shit you need to before then and see you know, how much of that backlog. It's a never-ending stream of stuff to watch. You it really, the streamers are really keeping us occupied now. It is actually kind of getting... It's cool, but also incredibly annoying right now. Where I'm just yeah. like, yo, can I like... I have like these movies that I need to watch. Like, I, I have like a box to make full time of. to watch the South Park uh, I haven't watched Dream Wars either. Oh my God. I did, part two is coming out soon as well, I think. Oh my God. It's so much shit. So much shit. <sighs> I got to quit my job and just watch all this shit nonstop. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Not really. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's not going to. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. God. Um, but moving on, I guess, to The Boys season three. So, and we're actually got to like an hour and a half in, yeah. Yeah. So let's let's get through this, I guess. Uh, I don't think it'll be as long as a. I don't think so. It was a very enjoyable season, but it definitely wasn't as like detailed and like different subplots and stuff like that. I'm more, yeah, more. This one is just going to be instead of all the subplots and everything else, it's just more character check-ins, I guess you could say. Like Billy, uh, for Billy Butcher, this was a very like this was his dark turn story arc. I put. Um, yeah, he's going down a dark path with like vengeance at all costs yeah he's to the point where he's pushing his allies away he's severing his relationship with ryan and it's just incredibly dark he's becoming what he hates like using the superpower to kill the superpower and he's like yeah i want them all dead and it doesn't matter who they are and it's just like uh i mean that's a little too much but you know we're still he got to hook up the... with mave though that was cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> so random i was like what's happening right now I love how he's just like, yeah, I hate your whole kind. You're all terrible t- pieces of shit. Because, like, the V doesn't make you the way you are. It just makes you more of who you are. It's basically now you, you're you who you are without the limitations you had before. So now you can yeah. kind of, it really shows you who you are. You're like, oh, well, what would I do with it? And, and somehow then, that really did it for her. And she was like, yeah, you know what? We are terrible. I need, I need to fuck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And, like, the whole thing there, too, like, he pushes everyone away in a different way. Like, Mother's Milk, M.M. Yeah, I, I really like calling him M.M. more. It's, it's so like, weird that that's his name. Yeah. So, and, like, with M.M.M., M.M.M., uh, with M.M., uh, the whole thing with, like, Soldier Boy and everything else, with Frenchie, he just, like, kind of treats him like shit. And I felt so bad for Frenchie this season. 
Yeah, and then he's Huey, like, you know, Huey treats him like, you learn like he's like the replacement for his younger brother that died. And you see that blast to the past as well. That, yeah, dude, Butcher's backstory is so sad. Yeah. I think and then was... just like the, just watching his brother kill himself because he's just like, you knew when you left, I would not be able to like live with him. You knew and you still left and this is your fault and like yeah. it's not really but it it's like he could have done something but it's like i don't know that's a hard thing to really put on billy on like billy butcher because like yeah he could have stick uh, stuck around or he, he could have tried to get his brother out of that home but like you never know what's gonna happen until it happens and so it's just like tragic that his brother literally killed himself because he just yeah. couldn't live with his dad anymore. I mean, you also, you, you know, you see everything finally, especially because like last season you get the whole appearance by John Noble and it's like, oh, it's your dad. And you're like, what the fuck? It's John Noble. Yeah, I forgot um, we got that one shot. Yeah. And, you know, finally understanding where his background comes from. You're like, oh, my God, it all makes sense now. But also like with Huey, at least like after that flashback, you see like, OK, Huey is definitely the replacement. You feel all that, and you also feel when Billy's like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I change it this time. I'm going to correct it. I'm going to make sure I don't make the same mistake a second time. And I'm going to make sure you survive this time uh, by knocking you out. Yeah. <laughs> but it, you I know, love how he said it. It's like, he did save me in like maybe the shittiest way possible, but he did save me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so fucking funny. But there, there is still something good, deep, deep deep inside of him <laughs> i love that butcher is pretty much like each if you use the the temporary compound v it does show you what power you would have had yeah and his and he's like almost like, exactly homelander yes and you're like that's unsettling <laughs> i also love that huey has like teleportation and but it doesn't take his clothes yeah it's it's similar to that of um what was his name the invisible guy Oh, I forgot about that guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in like the first season. I totally forgot about him. It doesn't matter. It's okay. That was so, that was always weird. They never made a suit for him. They could like go camo with him. Yeah. They, he's he's like, just, I'm just he's, naked. He's just naked I'm in the girl's the bathroom. It's like, why are the that girls bathroom? That was so fucking creepy. That was fucking weird. Yeah. That was creepy. Dude, the deep had some weird moments in this season too. Oh, for sure. The deep. The octop- so that was like octopus stuff. I mean, like, that was the whole, it's it, like, last season, it was the whole Scientology thing. Dude, he and like, he's like, he pretty much, like, you know, the his wife, who is just there to She's be, absolutely there to be his manager, and that's, it. And, and that's it. Yeah, like, she does all that shit to the point where, like, she was appointed there, and she's like, oh, I can make sure we split from the church, we don't need the church, like, it's also, you feel that she's using him at the same time, oh, you like, you know she's using him, because his success is her success. And then finally, like, she's well, had yeah, like, it with she, him. She has that one moment, or they have that one moment where he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got us this far. And she's like, you got us this far? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. What do you mean? Like, the deep yeah. is literally the dumbest person in the entire show. He's a fucking idiot. He might be, yeah, for sure. Like, dude, and the, like, he's like, I want to introduce someone to our relationship to, like, spice things up a bit. And then he, like, pulls a fucking octopus out. It's so weird, so fucking weird. She, I, it's also she's like, 
she does the i don't want to say it's like um i forget who it is but on her on her own she has her own book and everything else and she's like yeah he sucks yeah. and it's oh, like God. i forgot what the name of her like special was it was like in, in too deep that was so in funny too- oh, my oh my god, god. So fucking good <laughs> Dude, i yeah. also love the meta shit they do for this show where like uh they're like the twitter account for the boys would post shit like when the episode where starlight exposes vought they put out a statement from vought that's like we we do not condone the things that starlight has said and it's so funny oh it's so great i mean even when they did that youtube the the cameron whatever his name cameron cole or whatever uh the news guy that's like their fox news dude i forget what's his name he's like the bill o'reilly or whatever um like in those youtube videos it's supposed to be that full fake news and it's so fucking funny the way they do it and i'm like put oh out my a God, whole trailer is... for the for the dawn of the seven it's, it's just so like funny. fox like all their new shit is just like fox and it's so funny watching just how fucking shitty it is and then like uh the best part is all the youtube comments everyone is playing along and they're like i really hope homeland nice. is doing better now after that whole thing with stormfront and like all these <laughs> you just things. made a mistake yeah oh my god it was it's so fucking funny it's insane how good they do outside of the show putting together the world of the show it's amazing and i think the boys is probably amazon's biggest it's literally like the only show on amazon that i make a point to watch like even though amazon is basically bought yeah God, you're fucking right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's very ironic. I mean, no, well, well, I've said it a million show, times. Like, Jeff Bezos is literally Lex Luthor, and everyone forgets that. The point where I say, hello, The Boys and Invincible are two shows where yeah. Superman is evil, and it's run. they're shown by the company that's run by the guy who's basically Lex Luthor. Of course, he would want to peddle Superman being evil, so you're pro Lex Luthor. It is the most obvious shit in the fucking well, world. That and also like there's a lot of jokes in this show about like Vought having like a brand of everything like Vought Burger and like Vought Cola and shit like that. Vought News. Yeah, like it's literally there's like a Vought version of everything and I guarantee you Jeff Bezos wants Amazon to be like the everything everywhere if like someday. I mean, Vought is basically Amazon and Disney. It's like Amazon Disney's child and it's horrifying i could see that for sure yeah, yeah. easily there's even like a bot land and we see it and then a bunch of people get fucking about that. destroyed by uh crimson countess and shit You're like oh dude i love how like she throws a fireball and just like explodes a couple dudes and i was like oh god i didn't think it would do that yeah i was like oh oh shit i thought okay. it'd light them on fire or something not explode them <laughs> they gone Dude, um, I love that like Vietnam flashback where like the heroes just fuck everything up because they don't know what they're doing. Dude, that was fucking hilarious. And also the fact that they had that attack planned though at the same time was yeah, insane. Dude. And like I almost forgot by the end of the last episode that like sh- the lady watching uh, Butcher's kid or Butcher's wife's kid, that's the same girl or same woman from that flashback. So like when she was looking at Homelander, like being put into the uh, containment thing, is like she has history with him. Yeah, and she's like she, his team literally got her entire platoon just massacred. So she like personally is like fuck this guy. God, so crazy. But uh, I guess moving on to Huey because uh, 
he had his own weird like self-conscious self-conscious like uh panic yeah it, it was interesting seeing him grapple with like he does have at least even just like a small even just a small amount of insecurity that like his girlfriend is literally like not only one of the seven but just like just stronger than him and he's yeah like he's the toxic masculinity yeah and and he's like oh no initially he's like no it doesn't bother me like you're an amazing woman and like she is but it's just like there's still it can sometimes be hard to divorce yourself from like that thought of like but i'm supposed to be the strong one and it's and she's like literally stronger than he could ever be and it's like I get how you could feel how that's unfair and you know, you're not, it's not supposed to bother you, but it does from time to time. And like, he just doesn't deal with that. Well, this season. Yeah. And through it, you know, we see once he gets the V he's like, Oh my God, I finally can do something. And it, it drives him away from her or it, it drives her away from him. Yeah, and he keeps saying like, I can save you for once. And she's just like, I don't want to be saved. Like, and I thought we talked I just about want this. you. Yeah. And the whole thing, too, with it is by the end, like, you find out why. And it's like, yeah, my dad couldn't, like, my dad was having his own issues when everything happened with our mom and stuff. And that's where it all stems from. And he tells her that. And we finally, it is fulfilling to see, like, when he does see the fight on camera. And he has that last little thing of V. And then he thinks about it. And it's like, I I don't need to save her she can do this i love that he's like yeah he's like i can help and he just turns up all the lights and she goes like fucking super saiyan yeah and god that was so dude and then uh, i love how that they use that for that last line with me it's like you don't need my help anymore like you don't because you i forget how she starts it's like but she ends it with like because you can fucking fly and it's like yeah damn apparently she can fly yeah and i do love it she's like yeah i remember you were the crying girl in the bathroom and stuff you had to you had to give the deep a blowjob it sucked yeah jesus yeah he tricked her that was the worst trick he's like yeah don't you want to be in the seven and it was like he's literally the like the dumbest character he's the he's the worst part of the joke yeah he's the joke of the he's somehow even more of a joke than the invisible man yeah who's just also he's just like a naked guy (laughs) yeah there's always a naked guy there's always like surprisingly effective though I mean, like, there was the naked guy in the beginning who could shrink, and he just went into a dude's dick and then so blew him up. Weird. He, like, sneezed like, and exploded him. Yeah, it's like he sneezed from the cocaine. It's like, well, you know, that's what happens when you do cocaine and you shrink into a man's penis. And, and a lot of, like, Frenchie is just like, I didn't see anything. He's like, wait, you can't leave. <laughs> and he's just, yeah, he's like, I have to kill you. And it's just like... And he, like, shrinks down, and the Frenchie's just like, shit. Shit! <laughs> like Kimiko uh, comes in, he's like, "Help me! He's trying to get into my ass." That was—I mean—that was scary. It's like, dude, I don't want a man to get into my ass. And yeah. Expand Ant Man. It was—you know what's funny? That was the whole. That, that was, was yeah, the Ant Man Thanos. Ant Man. Oh my god, that was great. I love how so this supposedly great. like in the Disney, like the Marvel world in Disneyland, they have like a reference to that where he's just like. Some people ask why I didn't just like shrink down and like go into Thanos. And first off, gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's for the greater good, though. Uh, you know. Uh, then we had yeah, Frenchie and Kimiko. Frenchie being like he's done being just like taking orders, especially because you kind of see how much he's abused by whoever is his handler, more or less. And yeah. You see why he's been taking drugs this whole time also. 
And at the same time, Kimiko comes to that light, uh, the same thing that you get with everyone else. It's like taking the compound V and everything else where it's like, yo, this power is didn't do that to you. This is just who you yeah, are. Yeah, because she gets depowered and she still like destroys a dude with a rebar. Yeah, and she's like, or, oh my no, god, it was, it was me. A, it was like a railroad spike, but either way. Yeah, she learns it's her the whole time, and then she's like, well, I want to help against Soldier Boy. Yeah, if I'm going to be else. a monster either way, I might as well be a, a useful monster with powers. Yeah. Uh, god, it was crazy. But um, I, I love that at the end, she does the Maniac song. Um, that was so funny. She and does she's the doing flash dance feet. thing. She, yeah, she does the feet, and then she starts killing them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah! Uh. I love that. Frenchie's just doing his thing, and there's a super, and they're killing them, and he goes, I better try to kill this guy, and, like, shoots him in the leg, and you're just like, why yeah. were you even focusing on him? What was... Are you stupid? Oh, you need to die anyway. It's okay. God, it was... They, they had a good time there. Um, and then, of course, MM, his whole trauma. I, that was really cool, the way they, they pulled it off with being like, you know, I've always had this trauma internally, and whenever it comes out, I heard it can affect and hurt those around me, but also refuse to share it. And then finally, yeah. by the end of it, he learns, he's like, I have to let people know about my trauma. So yeah, they I love his talk with his daughter where he's just like, yeah, like soldier boy, like hurt our family a long time ago. And, you know, sometimes it makes me sad. Sometimes it makes me mad. Sometimes I can't control it. And like, that's okay. Like, you know, it was, it was a sweet moment with her. Yeah. But, and the yeah, whole fuck the, her stepdad though God, dude the stepdad hate, is hate that mr. Guy. Q, mr QAnon. dude like the, it's the deep state man you know he's homelander is showing the fake news and like the, i the saw shit. it i saw it coming but like that last like moment of the show where homelander kills that one dude and like everyone in the uh in the area is like oh no what do we do like this hero dude just killed the dude for just throwing a can i mean he did hit his kid but still and like uh, and like it, and then you see like the stepdad, and I'm like, oh god, please don't make him be the first guy that starts clapping, and he does, and he's just like, God, fuck this guy. Yeah, you're just like, we have to see him next season, don't we? Oh yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, he's definitely coming back. You're like, oh yeah. my god, a new antagonist of sorts. Yeah, it's a human antagonist, I guess. Uh, Which, by the way, the whole QAnon thing, like, it was super weird this season that they that used Homelander as like a Trump slash republican party stand in of like like uh soldier boys not like he's not a problem you have to worry about like you can go outside it's safe and like you know i'm the one that can save you i'm the only one and it you know i'm also superior for this that's also i don't know it was a weird thing that i i feel like didn't need to be a thing for this season it was interesting well, that they tried. You can kind of see who they're tailoring it to, who, yeah. who the audience is of the show. For sure. And you can tell probably when you a lot of people probably watch that are also going like, yeah, fuck these guys. I hate these kinds of people in this current modern day. Like, you can definitely feel that. Which is also ironic because it's like corporate, but at the same time too, that's the whole thing with corporations. Uh, it doesn't matter which side you're on. They're going to try to tailor you to whichever side to be that champion and make Whatever makes the most money. Side. Yeah, exactly. They're going for whatever makes most money. And currently, there are more of, I guess you would call, like, the people that would watch these shows than there are of the people that they're making fun of. And especially those that spend the money are the people that watch the shows. So they're going to want to tailor it in that direction. Otherwise, if they wanted to tailor it to the 
ones they're making fun of. It would be a completely different show, I would say. Uh, actually, Homelander would probably be the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Politics, James. Isn't it fun when they put in these shows? Isn't it great? It can be. It's just like this one was really weird. It's just it's too current. Of... It's too current because it's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's yeah. also just like I, I was not expecting because like the first two seasons of the show weren't like particularly uh, current events like political it got into it because it's like oh that's a nazi and we're like yeah we all hate nazis that's true. and there then was in that. this season they're like oh shit i forgot they love nazis <laughs> but it's also like they had that opportunity because the company was started by like nazi scientists so it's like oh yeah. cool we have an opportunity to make a comment on like fuck fuck nazis even today but yeah. in this season it's like okay we're gonna use soldier boy as a allegory for the pandemic and and uh uh homelander as an allegory for trump and the republican party and i'm just like i guess you could make those comparisons but it seems a little heavy-handed and weird yeah and then uh i mean homelander so homelander gets into his own shit where he's just like i love how at a certain point, he's like, you know, show the video. Fuck it. I'll just destroy. Dude. I, and like this amount of time, I'll destroy the White House. I'll destroy D.C. I will take I'll, over. I'll then I burn will down start... New York for funsies. Yeah, for the hell of it. And, and this whole season, Homelander made me so uncomfortable because he's just like, you, it, it's so terrifying. The idea of someone with that much power who is that unhinged, like they could destroy the world. Like. It's literally the Batman v Superman thing where it's like he could burn down the whole world if he wanted to. Like, and if we, if there's even like a 1% chance that it could happen, we got to take it as a, as, as an opportunity, a certainty. An absolute. Yeah. yeah. It's an absolute And certainty. for Homelander, it's like, no, like as soon as people stop loving him, he will turn on the entire world. And yeah, but so he's like, also, he's also kind of bluffing at the same time just because yeah. You see, he's like, I need, because I never was loved as a kid. I need, this is my only, I need to be loved. That's all I want. And that's such that's an interesting thing is like, even by like, as uncomfortable as Homelander made me this season, there were still moments at the end of the season where they give you a glimpse at like why Homelander is the way he is and like how he just desperately wants someone like him to like him. And he has that opportunity with soldier boy and because he finds out he might be his dad he is his like biological dad at least and you know that's why he so badly wants to connect with ryan like not because he you know wants to fuck over billy butcher or whatever it's just like he just literally wants family yeah and so it's like interesting that he is this terrible pretty much irredeemable character but he's still like you still feel bad for him because he is kind of a, a victim of his circumstances and especially of his like fucked up childhood of basically yeah, just being like in a last subject like yep. he basically had no friends no family like nothing until they just rolled him out to be like the perfect hero and that's it yeah and the whole thing of two like you see, yeah, you see everything he wants, especially when he finds out Soldier Boy is his dad, and he's like, "Please, Daddy!" And he's just like, "You're a bitch!" And he's like, "No!" 
Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, I love that thing where it's like, you, you know, I I expected more from you. It's like, but I'm just like you. It's like I know you're a fucking disappointment, which is a callback to you know how Soldier Boy's dad called him a disappointment before he became Soldier Boy, and then even when he became like the world's greatest hero, his dad's like, you took a shortcut. You're not a real man. Yeah. No one can, no one can like pretty much measure up to any of their. You really see the the damage parents can cause their kids yeah, or Jesus. lack thereof parents, I guess you could say. Oh, uh, and I'm uh, so worried for Ryan too, because like at the end of the season, he's just like he sees Homelander kill a dude, and then like the whole like crowd cheers for them. And yeah, just I like, mean, he smiles. <laughs> yeah, and he's that was so, very creepy. He's starting to learn that like maybe there aren't re- like consequences. There don't have to be consequences for his actions, especially with his mother absent. Yeah, even though mm-hmm. like yeah it. It's also, I mean, obviously it's Billy's fault. Like the fact that for he pushed sure. him away for nothing and gave him this opening to do this. Though I mean, he was like, trying to keep him away from the violent stuff that was going to happen, but he did that, not that, do it you, in a good way. And you always know that's not going to work too. Uh, it uh-huh. never works that yeah, way. No, for it sure. never, ever works. You always, it's like, you're taking the risk. You're taking the risk. You have to, they just have to know what's going to be the risk. Yeah. Um, God, that was so fucking, Yeah. And my, I almost have a prediction like you know Ryan's gonna be a villain in the next season, or at least he's gonna be because it's like he's you gonna have be to really, burn. yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be Brightburn. Um, I'm very curious as to how they're gonna pull this off. Of like, is he going to be someone that Butcher, like, is I. F- is Ryan going to be just a subplot or is like season four going to be the final season? Like how many more seasons can they throw into this? Like what more can they do if we finally come to the point where it's like, Oh, Homelander can get away with things now. And there's not really repercussions now. If he does stuff like this, like he could just kill somebody yeah, and no one can do anything about it. And also the like Victoria Newman's there. I as mean, well. not only could no one do anything about it, but like there are people who literally cheer him no matter what he does. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And it's the whole thing. Like, um, wasn't that a whole thing of Trump said, like he could do yeah, something. I could shoot and... someone on fifth Avenue and like, no one would be, like people would still support me. So yeah, there's that. Hey, look what they did. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's hard to see what else they could do. After this, like you, you do feel like this isn't like an eight season type show. I, I don't think. I don't know. Do you think they could do more than one more season? Like what else is? I there? don't know. Because they like, have to introduce another hero that's a villain. I mean, I don't know. Because like the the next season, they they definitely went with like Huey's old boss who turned out to be the head popper, like who apparently can just explode any part of your body. She just seems to choose to go for the head first. <laughs> Cause like that other Less dude, painful that way, I guess dude, like that other dude who was like, was trying to talk to her, who was like an old friend of hers. She like exploded his hand first and then like most of his face. And then to get rid of all the evidence, she just exploded his whole body. Like, I almost want to know how her powers work, but it's not really important. Yeah. <laughs> But, I want to see her so, and Huey interact again because, like, they haven't really talked since he found out. Yeah, and she even came out to uh, Starlight and is like, yeah, I, I'm the one. Uh, I And she, like, tried to 
make a deal with her to take out Homelander. But then, I, like, when... Or was that what the deal was? And then, like, when uh, Starlight turned her down, she went to Homelander and was just like, oh, let's make a deal. And so now she is going to maybe become vice president, maybe? Yes. So that's interesting. And Billy has, like, six six months to a year to live. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. And then, you know, we get everything with Starlight with, like, uh, what's his face? Um, Supersonic, like, joining. And she's, like, kind of building her oh, own little God. mini alliance. Um, and none of that really works out. I think his name is Alex. But I almost yeah, feel bad for that guy. Up. But the fact that he, like, immediately went to A-Train and was like, hey, you want to maybe kill Homelander? And I was like, oh, no, dude, you're making such a risk here. Because, like, maybe A-Train might want to be finally done with him. But also, it's fucking A Train. Like he's definitely yeah, he's a bitch. On you. Yeah, A Train's a bitch. <laughs> like he he will take pretty much any opportunity to get ahead. In like, it's exactly what he does. And he gets uh, supersonic killed. Like literally just disfigured, which was just like there's like remnants of him. It was just like oh yeah. I imagine Homelander like ripped his legs off first, just like for fun. <laughs> yeah, probably honestly. God, that was horrifying. I mean, it was, yeah. It well, was, like, we didn't even get to see, like, how Homelander got him. It's just he flew Storm, uh, Stormlight, st- uh, Starlight, yes, uh, uh, Starlight, he, like, away and dropped her on a roof and was like, I got something to show you. Here's your old boyfriend. I fucking killed him because he was plotting, like, to kill me with you. So don't try to kill me anymore or I'll kill you, but I'll also kill Huey first. Yeah. And then uh, A-Train, speaking of, like, he had his own whole he thing. He had an of, interesting like, arc, too. Yeah, where he's like, oh, I feel bad. It's like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. And yeah, I love the scene he had with Huey in the Herogasm episode where, like, after Blue Hawk, like, fucks up his, like, neighborhood's, uh, like, community center and, like, hurts a bunch of people and, like, including A-Train's brother who gets paralyzed. And he, you know, Huey you know, hopped up on B, goes up to him and he's like, hey, you never fucking apologized for my girlfriend like way back in the first season. And he's just like, you know what? I'm sorry, Huey. Like, it is fucked up seeing someone you love hurt like that and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm so fucking sorry. And I actually mean it. I'm sorry. And he's like, damn, he actually had a moment of like self like reflection and realize that like it also helps that like ashley earlier in that episode was like you have like you want to punish blue hawk for hurting your brother like because of collateral damage you have any idea how many fucking like collateral damage like deaths of yours i had to cover up like you're no better than blue hawk like to be honest and he realizes like yeah i have hurt people i'm a fucking piece of shit damn so yeah it was finally to see that he learns it Huey. yeah and then he you know his whole brother his brother severs ties with him and then yeah. he does he does pretty much kill blue hawk and be like dude, you know that's what? gotta be so weird having blue hawk's heart in his body because he's just like dude i'm being kept alive by a racist's heart okay i, I think he'll pretty much be um i think he, he'll have some redemption death 
where he's going to try to come back and do something to help. I got to hope so. Homelander, but died doing it. Especially, I can only assume. Well, especially because uh, Homelander, like his last scene with those three at the end of the season was like, I, I don't need any of you. Remember that. And, you know, it's like maybe true, but also I can see how like no one working for, with Homelander right now is happy working with Homelander. Like, yeah. To the point where Ashley actually yeah. helps Maeve. And like, dude, well, not, I don't think she did that intentionally. Yeah, she remember Maeve gets out of the, uh, when she sees that Maeve survived, she's like, delete the footage. I missed that. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. With the one IT person that the deep didn't fire. I assumed that she was doing that because she was covering Vought, like no. Vought's ass. I, I didn't even think that she was trying to like maybe do Have something a small against... stick it to homelander yeah. yeah okay yeah that was the the big thing i feel so that, bad which... for her because at this point she's like lost basically all her hair because her job is like so fucking stressful yeah and the fact that she's actually stayed in that job for that long you don't expect that to potentially occur god i love how she she fucks cameron coleman like he's her bitch kind of yeah god it's so fucking weird um yeah no but god it's just everyone that lives everyone that works in Vod just has the worst lives practically they're just like we're under constant threat from the sky that just kind of treats us like shit you know so he makes this guy an octopus that he could talk to uh this dude he constantly just berates because he has no more speed again but even then like he'll just like yeah do something to him it's so weird he keeps calling him like a fat fuck <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah that was weird just because he could run yeah it's like my heart will explode and then it did and you're like oh that was the thing a train like, dies and i didn't feel i was like oh, okay cool yeah he's dead. lucky that like blue hawk was the right blood type and shit and also he's a super like a powered heart or has a powered heart so maybe it can like withstand what a train needs i also love the whole thing was like i saw you eat a bunch of like super meals or whatever earlier it's like well i do need like thirty thousand calories a day yeah which uh, is all that is the thing at least they do with like him and I guess like the that's, that's like a whole thing with the flash. Yeah. Is the flash has such I, a high metabolism. I love that he has eating. like super high protein bars. It's just like, yeah, hell, uh, I eat these like super high calorie protein bars or else I would like die. It's insane. <laughs> or have to eat uh, like 30,000 pounds of food a day. Not, not, not really. Yeah, we, I think we, we already pretty much talked about the deep, but the fact that also the deep, like I think we finally seen for the first time kill a guy. Yeah, that was interesting that uh, Homelander like whispered something to him. He's like, but sir, that would be treason. He was like, huh, big word, huh? <laughs> I think it's funny, too, because we always see him talk to animals, but we've actually never seen that. Because even people that just oh, have a specific God. power yeah, dude. seem like they all also have like a, a even if they their power is like Starlight's is like the light. Um, each one has a specific power. They all a lot of them feel like they have some form of also like superhuman strength not like different yeah, levels of it each, but you feel like they're stronger well even to the point where like when like huey all he got was like teleportation but even still like when he punched a train after the apology because he was just like yeah i got the apology but it, it doesn't make me feel any better he like punches him in the face and a train literally was like surprised at how hard he hit because 
he he was powered at the time and he's just like how did you do that yeah even like um the invisible guy was really strong trent was it the translucent yeah i think that you're right that's who it was yeah uh translucent did it the the guy that shrank into the dude's dick could do it like they were yeah. all incredibly powerful um which is yeah that's always interesting that that's kind of cool though you're like oh i have this power but it also comes with strength as well you could like punch people harder and it's yeah. like oh that's nice all right all right i like that i like that uh then black noir had a very interesting yeah beginning and end there I dude guess, i love he's got like animated whole, friends like yeah like a whole bunch of cartoon characters in his head and it's like a christian like cartoon <laughs> i love like the one of the last things that uh that he saw was like the chipmunk like the stuttering chipmunk be like what's that a beaver was it a beaver okay it was a beaver. He, he was like don't worry we're proud of you and soon you'll be in the loving embrace of christ the lord <laughs> And they're all just so sad and crying and stuff. Yeah. Dude, that was insane how they were able to blend that in because you don't expect it. And they're just so well animated, though. And you're like, oh, this is great. And the whole thing, you, you do see him talking to Edgar uh, when Edgar is young. And it's like a young uh, freaking... Um, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, you don't expect that. You're just like, well, oh, it's young Edgar. And the fact that, like, you know, he's still allergic to peanuts. Was it peanuts or almonds? I forget. I think it's peanuts. Yeah, and he's eating peanuts in front of him, and it's like a full power play. Like, it's like, yeah, you're super powered, but I'm still Maybe like, it's above almonds. you. Was it an Almond Joy that he ate last I think season? it was an Almond Joy, yeah. Ah. Or he's like allergic to nuts or something. I think it was almonds, yeah. That's but so, you, that's you so see fucking him, funny. <laughs> you see him eating in front of him, and you're just like, it is a full power. Like, he's showing that he's above even a super. Like, it's just, he's just reminding him, like, who's in charge here. And, like, the whole thing of, like, oh, you know, you want to take off your mask? You're black. That's not going to work. You know, it's yeah. the 70s or 80s or something. And you're just like, oh, that's fucked. Okay. Um, and you don't really know too much else. You're just kind of like, oh, it's the, it's payback. They're, like, they're the cool team and stuff. And they listen to uh, Soldier Boy. And then you find out, like, Soldier oh, Boy Soldier Boy was like an fucking asshole. terrible. Even to them, like even for that, he's basically Homelander. Where Homelander also, they all hate Homelander or are afraid of Homelander. It's the same exact thing, except I think like where Homelander is always like, I'll just kill you like this. Like Soldier Boy doesn't necessarily kill you. He just beats the shit out of you. Like where they do the animated version and he's the eagle. And, and it's that just an... is like fucking graphic. I love that though. It's an eagle that's yeah. voiced by Jensen Ackles. And then he starts beating the shit out of a Black Noir's character, and you're just like, oh, and everyone's like telling him to stop, like even like um, Crimson Countess, and everyone's like, hey, stop doing this shit. Uh, and then you find out why that he gets betrayed, and you're like, oh, I get it. And then you see the full fight, and you see how uh, Black Noir, you think it's from the Russians attacking, or like the uh, Sinanistas attacking, you're like, nope. That was from him fighting a soldier boy and soldier boy basically beating the living shit out of him to the point yeah. where like that's what happens to him. And then Homelander's betrayal, like just like killing him. You're just like, oh, Black Noir's dead. Yeah, like that last moment with him where he's like, you know, everyone sees you as some unreadable sphinx, but I can literally see through your mask and I can hear like your heart and all that. I know when you're smiling, I know when you're lying to me. Like, did you know I had a, a father out there somewhere? And he just, like, does a little nod, like, 
yeah, I, I, I knew and it just broke Homelander. And he's just like, I had to, he basically was like, he had to kill him because he was keeping secrets from him. Yeah. But also it's just like the couldn't deal with the betrayal, I guess. And the fact that also he's like, you know, I got to make my dad happy, I guess. Well, that and like, I can totally see how he's like, he spent his entire life thinking he was alone. And, yeah. and to know that like someone so close to him for so long knew that he wasn't alone or didn't have to be alone. Like, and he just kept it silent the whole time. Like, I could see why he would get like, and also like Homelander being so in, like not in control of his own emotions. Like I could see how he could just be like, okay, you're dead now. Yeah. Fucking gone for You really do like the, like a train i still don't feel bad for but black noir you're just like oh i feel bad for this guy now like i get it like he he went through a lot of shit and now he's just doing this because he's got nothing else like he just kind of got fucked up completely uh granted we fucked up super (laughs) excuse me like we've seen him come back from some pretty like terrible shit so maybe he could come back but i i seriously doubt it yeah he got literally disemboweled yeah uh and then you know Maeve we got her kind of like bow out which is cool and you know her whole yeah, thing she lost she was, an eye she lost an eye and it's like oh eye patch go with the eye patch but she stood her ground against Homelander pretty freaking well I love how she literally spent months training for the right opportunity to kill him yeah and it she could have killed him maybe. possibly possibly although to be fair he he literally seemed like he was just more annoyed by her trying to like prevent him from oh yeah like saving his son and stuff like that but the minute she's like oh i made you bleed like he's like bleeding now and she's like oh shit i did it oh my god yeah that was great god that was cool um i think a part of him too was like i I don't think he could like bring himself to kill me potentially as much maybe because he didn't care for her yeah to an extent um but yeah at least she got a happy ending i was happy about that yeah she's like free to go and do she's gonna go she be a farmer with her girlfriend it's gonna be nice yeah <laughs> she's from a farm i was just like what the fuck <laughs> so yeah. funny oh my god it's like man you got fucked up are you gonna be okay like eventually like a normal person i guess <laughs> yeah and then i guess finally soldier boy who is the uh original asshole i almost and... feel bad for him because it's like his last words were like i'm not going back into that fucking box <laughs> yeah which you, you feel a little bit you're yeah. just like oh he's kind of a racist asshole who's just a total just piece of shit kind of but he's not unhinged like homeland yeah and i it really he's I just guess... like a product of his time where he's just like you gotta be you know full manly man no no emotions his dad you hear what his dad was like towards him yeah, yeah. and he didn't even want to kill everyone like necessarily like the in the public he just had ptsd hitting him and lost control yeah. that wasn't even like within his own control unfortunately when nah, he, he was like it. super mentally fucked up and like i love how huey's like listen you got ptsd like you need to like deal with this shit and he's like fuck you i don't have shell shock <laughs> yeah and he like punches him yeah god uh also, the fact that it's Jensen, Jensen Ackles is such a great actor. Like, choice. I love, you know, I loved him in Supernatural. Uh, I just couldn't finish that fucking show. But, like, he is so great. Apparently, Sounds like there the was... showrunners couldn't finish that show either. <laughs> yeah. 
apparently he there were scene there were plans in the show where even he was like I can't do that that is too much like I can't go that far that's too far it's like yeah and they were like all right we won't do that but apparently that's like that's when they found their limits but like even someone like Jensen Ackles said that's too much shit mm-hmm. and I was like damn that's that's Dude, one thing I loved about the Homelander thing and sorry the uh um so soldier boy thing was like he had his own captain america type shield but instead of it being like just this weird special alloy that like uh ricochets in such a way and like he only he's trained well enough to use it correctly it's just really fucking heavy and only he can yeah. lift it <laughs> i hear yeah. he tries to pick it off at some point and doesn't even budge and he's just like hey hands off the shield <laughs> god that was great that's so good Honestly, though, I guess if you had to choose between, if if you had to side with one to stop the other, I guess which one would you have? Uh... Oh god, probably still Soldier Boy, because like Soldier Boy, yeah, Homelander, like he at least has the charisma, right? Yeah, and it's like Homelander, you know, we mentioned how it, like he has his sad moments, and like you're he he is somewhat sympathetic at times, but he is so unhinged and so dangerous, and like soldier boy is potentially as dangerous but he doesn't seem as even though like he literally explodes from time to time he still seems somewhat less unreliable and less dangerous than uh homelander who's like unhinged and willing to kill as many people as he wants just to like be feared yeah yeah so soldier boy and i'm do you think that's it for him since he got put into stasis again probably i don't know i mean they could bring him back but i it felt like that was like the the last use of him and it'd be really fucking hard to put him back into that like box again so unless they really do just like it's all out shit with homelander and they're just like all right fuck it go for it even then like if they open if they like got him out of there again and was like hey we're going after homelander again i'm not 100 sure that he would even like go for it because maybe this time he would be like you know what my my son may be like a pussy or whatever but at least he didn't like try to fuck me over yeah that is true so it's cool. it would be hard to that'd be a gamble whether he would be like worth thawing again well not even thawing just like waking up yeah okay otherwise did you like this season? I uh, like it, which season is your favorite so far? I might have enjoyed the last season a little bit more. I think so too. Like, and I think part of it is just like the interjecting social commentary on like specific political issues uh, into this season was weird. Like, they could have maybe been a bit more broad in general with like just the left and the right not agreeing and stuff, but it was just really weird to specifically do Homelander as Trump and soldier boy as the pandemic, which was weird. Um, and then the last season, like I mentioned, like they did talk about the whole, like, you know, fuck Nazis thing, but it fit at least what was going on in that arc that they were covering. Yeah. And yeah, just like I thought the whole mystery of of who is Stormfront, where where did she come from? Like why does she seem to know more than she lets on and like 
it, I just I was more intrigued by the last season. Although I really liked uh, Frenchie and Kimiko's storyline in this, and I really liked MM's storyline in this season, and like even Huey, like getting to see him have powers, but then like get over his insecurities at least to some extent, and like help Starlight in the end. Like I don't know if their relationship is salvageable, but I think it was. They seemed like they were holding hands and stuff in the end. Maybe like I did love that thing where he's like, "Okay, I know every neuron in your brain is screaming at you to say I told you so." So, but you, so you could just like kind of let it out. <laughs> he's like, "I fucking told you." <laughs> she was so. She's like, "It feels so uh, good." I love Starlight. She's one of my favorite characters. But yeah, no, she's great. Uh, and now she's an official member of the boys. So like as much as I really enjoyed this season and like maybe I'd have to go back and watch like the first two seasons again. But at least for now, the impression I have of after like just finishing this season, I think I still enjoyed the second season a bit more. Yeah, I think season two is probably the best so far still. Because also the girls get it done scene is still my that favorite That was fucking thing. great. I love it. It's so fucking good. Speak the shower. I love the bitch. whole like they like Maeve gets outed and they have the whole like brave Maeve uh, campaign. She's like, I fucking hate this so much. I just want to be a normal person. God. Yeah. It's, it's all, oh my God. Fucking corporations. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's all of it for the boys season three. I, I figured this would be honestly jam packed just because of how much we would want to talk about these two shows. Yeah. Um, but that is all we have for those two um let's hit the back no, I'm just kidding. yeah <laughs> no um i will say though uh i guess closing out here guys just to tell you what's coming up next um andreas no longer can join us for the destiny T- witch queen part two uh episode nor can he really join us for any more episodes just because i learned the uh, stuff he's working on is it's very very draining uh, I don't want to add to that fatigue of how much shit he's got to do. So um, he's got to focus on that. I just got to say he's working on some amazing stuff. But um, yeah, otherwise we'll finish off that part two soon. Next week, though, I'm not too sure what we're going to have just yet. Uh, it really depends on if I can even go see Thor because the, the next things, I guess, we'll see what happens the next episode. It could just be the Destiny episode. It could be uh, anime. It could be Marvel. But we have an episode that's going to come up that'll have uh, Miss Marvel and Thor Love and Thunder. So we've got that. We've got Destiny the Witch Queen Part 2. And we have another anime episode, which I'm going to ask Momo to come on back for. And maybe one other person, too. I'm going to see if we can get someone else, though. Uh, and we're going to talk about both Spike's family and uh, Can We Can't Communicate and maybe one other enemy like Ranking of Kings, but we'll see. Uh, but those are the next three uh, probably big episodes we'll do. Uh, we'll also have a Disney episode again, kind of like that bundle one we did, which had, which had like uh, Raya and The Last Dragon, Luca, Cruella, um, what was the last? Uh, Jungle Cruise. Uh, this one would be probably fully animated, though. We would talk yeah, about Lightyear. I Kanto. We also, I still got to watch Lightyear, but uh, we talk about Lightyear, Encanto, uh, Turning Red, and maybe the Rescue Rangers movie. Oh, yeah, um, I gotta watch that too. Yeah, I also have to watch that. So we've got all that stuff, and then we have a backlog of stuff where there's plenty to talk about. I still got to watch like Love, Death, and Robots season three, but even then, even if I do, it doesn't seem like we can talk about it anytime soon with all this other stuff to talk about first, because these these are like the big like flagship things to talk about but i think after those 
James, I don't think there's anything else that's super big. Like we have Nope coming up in theaters at the end of the month. Yeah, I, every time um, I see one of those trailers in front of a movie and I'm watching, I'm just like, it might literally be my most anticipated movie. The next one coming yeah. up anyway. Yeah, so I'm really excited for Nope. But like besides that, I think after we get through what I just talked about, I think it'll be easier to get through the backlog. I do eventually also want to do... I don't, know if we'll, I don't know if you'll want to be on this one just because it's going to be very, very much specific to just Gundam where I want to talk about probably like four Gundam shows in a movie. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I'll probably get miles for that at the very least. But like, yeah, there's there's tons uh, still to cover. There's a lot of backlog stuff. But I will say, like I said, even if now it takes longer to get back to those shows where, you know, our mind doesn't remember it as well. So it's harder to talk about it like you've seen in the past. I have now fully kind of like bullet pointed pulled out like full lines of like what i thought about them so it'll be a lot easier now even if it's like older to really talk about that stuff so it'll be much more doable than it was before um but yeah and i'm still focusing on other things i'm trying to get some stuff done and i do want to kind of get the show spread out more uh work on the tiktok stuff um and because of that though like right now you're just going to get side watch or side talk and side watch which we'll come back with side watch soon brandon's in new york i think right now but then we'll do uh goldfinger uh among other episodes as well but um still working on that kind of steel where are they now episode uh but my two priorities right now is to get that kind of steel episode made but also get us on tiktok and get us more like visible on all platforms so we're really kind of reaching out because i also realized like if i'm not doing that what's the point of making so many different shows at the same time if not that many people are going to check it out so i want to get this done first so that way we're more spread out and or more viewed and noticed uh so we'll see how that goes though uh with that said uh you can of course email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com uh send us any emails uh about comments feedback questions for the show take care of all that answer it on the show uh you can follow the show on instagram twitter and tiktok at sutra side talk you can also follow james on twitter at invader jim and you can follow me on twitter at coca uh once again subscribe on all platforms you're listening to it'll really help us out and if it's apple Podcasts, give us that five star review if it's spotify please rate us and if it is youtube give us a like as well as subscribing for those episodes you're listening or watching i guess if it's youtube um but yeah other than that uh hopefully next time i'm on here i should be completely covid free and i uh, can potentially go to a movie theater and watch lightyear and thor so yeah uh have a great week otherwise so long thanks for listening oh and shark week's coming all right bye <laughs>